are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD arts components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. 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 Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Happy holiday music coming in, baby. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, man. Much love to uh, that's Robin Thicke for setting off the pod today, man. Yeah, good shit, the, man. Uh, holiday pod. This is, this is gonna be a, a Christmas episode. Christmas man. episode. I'm loving it, man. I'm having a having a phenomenal time too, bro. Like I'm I'm no shit. I'm in the I'm most definitely in the holiday uh, spirits of everything, man. Uh, possibly my 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 last short duty. You know what I'm saying? For the holidays, so it's like, hey, you gotta, you gotta love these moments, man. You gotta like this is the time, especially with people on shore duty. Anyway, this is a time, man, for family and all that stuff because you know, <laughs> next year you might not, you might be deployed somewhere, so you never know, man. So you gotta take advantage of these times, man. And I know definitely out of the three years I've been on shore duty, man, this is this year is most definitely one of the most memorable years, man, for leading up to the holidays. So I'm loving it, bro. Yeah, let's. I mean, let's talk about that for a second, man. Like, um, coming up for you, what was what was your holidays? Let's talk about your holidays coming up, um, in the Navy from you first joining to now. Well, um, to be honest with you, man, like I didn't never. I, I went home on holidays sometimes, man, but I didn't ever like go home like like all the time coming up, man. So, but I missed the like. Before I came into the Navy holidays, man, because you know the food was like phenomenal, man. Like my grandma and mom and, and everybody like in this down there around me, um, when they was when they was there or whatever, um, they lay it down, bro. And when it come to cooking, bro, down down in Mississippi, man, it's, it was crazy, man. So we always had those feasts and everybody's around and and they playing the right music, man. They know who to who. To, <laughs> Who to play, man? Who go? What's going on in the background? Why they cooking? There's always good conversations, always good times. Um, so I love to go back home, you know, when I was getting that. But a lot of times, you know, I wasn't getting that. So then I'm in the Navy, and then I'm kind of, kind of like, I ain't gonna say on my own, but like my family back at home, they was kind of doing their own thing. So a lot of times, man, I spent the times on the ship, or I spent time, you know, off. With my by myself type stuff, man. Uh, then when I was younger, I got married. And I still had my own little family, and mm-hmm. then that then of course didn't work out, man. But um, now, you know, probably say from '07 and beyond, bro. Like you know, being with Ella and stuff like that, man. So everything is has changed for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started enjoying things a whole lot more. Uh, when me and Ella got together and, and, and did and, and started our, you know, family and started our journey. Um, cause you learn from all those, mis- all the things that happened to you before, you know, yeah. then from her upcoming and in mind, we kind of mixed all that stuff up together, crunched it all up. And now, man, it's us. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like everything is on us, man. And we, and, and, and probably the last, you know, since I've been on short duty, man, it's probably been the best though. You know what I mean? When I, when I say the best, I mean, not just, <clears throat> Us being there with a family, like financially too, though. You know what I mean? Because yeah, all yeah. keys to it, man. 
And I think from a financial standpoint, I'm in a better zone right now, you know what I mean, than I was before. Um, so man, and then you know how you coming up, man. You you still trying to fit in, you still trying to make it, you still trying to save, you still trying to, you know, do all mm-hmm. these these things. And you thinking about where well, how much I'm gonna spend, how much it is, and then your kids asking for stuff, you know what I mean? Stuff like, damn, you wanna fulfill what they want and what they wanna do. So it's a lot, you know what I mean, that that parenting side of it that could stress you out if you let it stress you out. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So it's it's just something to think about, man. But I want to get back to the piece, man, real quick about uh, me coming up, though. Even before the Navy, man, like, I wish I had that back again, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like I know my brothers, them out there, and we, we getting older now. I got, you know, I got a sister, too. Mostly, you know, my, like, there's five of us. One sister, one of my brothers died when he was younger, though. But we always, we pretty close, like us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'm, and I'm kind of surprised. You know, it's 2023 and we haven't came up with like a plan, you know what I mean, to start getting together more. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I'm surprised by that. And I think, you know, moving forward, I'm going to have to try to make that movement, though. You know what I mean? Or something yeah. uh, moving forward and trying to do that. So that's that's one of the things I think about more now, man. The, the, back in Mississippi and, and all those guys, man, us getting together and trying to start doing something in the future, man. It's always a good yeah, time we together. Yeah, How about yeah, you, we man? got family together. Same. So, uh, you know, I um, can't start coming up early. My grandma's, both of them alive. Uh, you know, family closer to matriarchs there. So even like other family, like my grandma's side of the family that, you know, when I go to her house, she take me to their house. We go to their house. You know, I'm not naturally keeping in contact with them the way I probably could. So I see them when I go see my grandma. Um, so. Both of them still alive, so we will have something at my aunt's house who passed. Um, so her, my grandma's, my my mom's sister. Um, so her sister and her mom passed. So we would always do something over there. We would get together over there. But then I would slide over to my grandma Cindy's uh, also, and we would she would take us to my aunt Brenda's, and we would do something over there with her side of the family. So it was always something going on on both sides of the family. Man, and it was great, man. Like just being able to go mm-hmm. places, eat food and stuff like that. My and Brenda and them, they don't celebrate Christmas, but they cook during Thanksgiving and different holidays and stuff like that. They cook, uh, they just cook around the time of the holidays. There's certain things based on their religion that they don't celebrate. But my grandma, she's, yeah. my grandma, you know, them grandmas, my grandma was a Bible toting, 100% <laughs> Christian. <laughs> she all over it, you know what I mean? So, um, and we have yeah. big Christmases coming up when we were kids. And, um, she was a good cook. That was something she took pride in. I always wanted to go over her house and stuff like that. And for years, you know, it happened for years. Then it was years of deployments, right? And I used to struggle. I used to struggle with like not being around my family on deployment because I never wanted them to feel like it was my choice. You know, like, mm-hmm. hey, like, I just don't want to come, you know. And then I even like sometimes I talked to my brother. He like, hey, when you wasn't around with the nephews, you know, I held it down. And I was like, yeah, I wasn't around because I was on deployment, man. Like, it wasn't like really something that I chose to do. Um, And then like people, religions start changing. They start like saying they don't celebrate Christmas, but then they still want gifts on the holidays, stuff like that. Then, you know, you you, you get to that point now where you're able to juggle, you know, not being home with being home and you're able to kind of accept the fact that you're not always going to be home during the holidays. Um, Sometimes you go back home, the same stuff happening and stuff like that. 
it's always a great time though. Whenever I link up with my friends, man, I got a good group of friends. So then, you yeah. know, I meet my wife. I meet my wife, and then our holidays start to kind of mesh together. I go see her family uh, for um, for stuff on the holidays. She come um, over to mine, and and you know we do stuff like that. Like the same way I love my grandma, uh, she loved my grandmas too. She was able, she was fortunate enough to like meet them. Uh, our last uh, yeah. holiday, we went over to my granddad's, and I interviewed them for like I interviewed them for like three days straight. I had like six uh, six to eight hours worth of. Uh, Content with my granddad, I interviewed him, talked about his whole life from a kid to, you know, to where he was then. And I messed the hard drive, the cheap hard drive I got from the exchange broke. So I got to figure out a way to to uh, get all that, you know, um, all that context, man. It's a lot of information in there. And I, it's something I like will want like my daughter, who we going to talk about at some point to see mm-hmm. one day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so what I will say is the same thing like you for uh, for the young sellers out there, man, who you know, you juggling different, you know, you juggling again, like I was talking about earlier with like going home and hanging out and stuff like that. This one I'm going to say. The times that you have with your family is priceless. You know, you're not going to get, if you if, if you ain't here for a 20, some people get out so they can have that time, right? If you ain't here for a 20 year career and you know, you're not always going to be able to go see grandma every time she need help or something like that. Appreciate these times, man. These times that you get to go home, spend with your family, um, take that time because these people they not here forever, you know. And it, yeah. it, it's rough. It's sad, man. It's real yeah. sad. It's, it hurts, you know. Sometimes when, when when you look back at like all the fun you had and stuff like that, and you miss it, you know, you never get those times back. And for me, man, I'm gonna say times are changing. Where the matriarchs, the matriarchs in our family, they left. You know, they went you know, to heaven or wherever they went. And um, it's no more, it's no matriarchs. Like nobody took the mantle, bro. Like, you know, nobody became the matriarch, you know? So it's like, you got to start bro. your own traditions, yeah. man. Hey, bro, you just hit one then, bro. Like, who's the big mama? Yeah. Who's the who's the the person when you go down back home, who you going to, like, like, man, that's that's so huge, man. Because every time I went home, my spot was my grandma's house. You yeah. know, I mean? my grandma gone now, man. Now, uh, like, my my family is dispersed all over the freaking place now. You know what I mean? So now where we're getting together at, and I couldn't even name the last time we had, like, a like a hour family reunion type deal, man. Like, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like, some, you're right, man. And that's, that's a conversation that probably, that I know I need to have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we know shit need to have that conversation with my family because you're right. But I have like one of my brothers, I, you know, they could be that, you know what I mean? I could be that, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, um, I don't know, man, but that's a good conversation. You're right though, man. Like it's no one's there. Like, like bringing everybody in, you yeah, know, bro. like, like we got people that didn't try, but people lives are so different now, man. And, 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 I think back then we cared so much, like the big, the, the family, the grandmas, the great grandmas and the uncles and everybody, man, they cared about bringing everybody together. Yeah. I don't know if we care now enough. And that, that goes back to time or cha- time is changing. Yeah. And, you know and what I mean? We, yeah. And we built enough equity with them, man. I mean, they built enough equity with us. That's what I mean to say. Like, yeah. for instance, like, my grandmas, both of them, both my grandmas took care of everybody on their side of the family. Like at some point in time, like my dad's mom, for instance, at some point in time, every kid lived with her. 
damn near every kid on her side of the family lived with her. Her son's kids, her daughter's kids, her cousin's kids, her sister's kids. So like, if grandma say, hey, I want everybody to come together for this, out of respect oh, and yeah. the equity that she built with us, we are going to come. Hey, grandma want us here. And then even when you come, you know, some of y'all beefing. I remember I was at like a party one day and my cousin tried that, my other cousin up. And my cousin was like, yo, you know, I don't even, I don't even mess with you like that, dog. You know? <laughs> and they cousins, like these are my cousins. He's like, yo, you owe, he owe. I'm like, what happened? Cause he owe me money. I'm only here because it's family. Like, I don't even mess with this dude. <laughs> you know, but grandma could control it. Grandma could say, yeah. hey, you know, I need all y'all to chill out. It's time to eat for the meal. However yeah. y'all feel, put that to the side. We're going to eat and stuff like that. I don't yeah. think there's nobody right now that could pull that many. It's unman. And grandma was cool with it being unmanageable too, where it's like me, I'm not. Like, so I'm saying something now. So now in the vibe messed up. Grandma already know you got the one cousin that's going to come late with the food. You got the one person that got this going on. You got, the, and they wasn't judgmental. They didn't care. They just, Hey, when they come, they come. We eat, we eat. Now it's like, where they at? I'm going to call them, get them, you know? So yeah. it's just a different vibe, man. They they, they was yeah. holding our families together by strings, bro. Yeah. Hey, man, I, I will also, man, on, on, on top of that, man, like, who got those great stories, man? Like, hit us up with some good stories, man, uh, about, you know, granddad, grandma, great-grandma, whatever, man. Hit up, God, we got some stories, man. That could be a whole nother pod on some of the stories, man. Um, about uh, my grandma, man, because, man, I love that woman to death, man. She kind of yeah. held me down for a long time, man. And uh, I love to hear some of you guys' great stories, man, back in wherever you're from, you know, the different cultures and, and how it's built. And on top of that, me and Dumbo talking about our experience and our lives right now on how who's holding it down, who's going to hold it down. Do you guys got somebody that's holding it down? Let us know, man. I, I want to know that because it might just, it could just be me. Could just be them leggings. I don't know, man. But I just know we don't have yeah. anybody like right now, like you said, that that's that's holding it down. Um, uh, like in a way that we can go back and say, hey, somebody can just somebody can just hit me up right now and say, hey, drop what you're doing on this day. We going doing this, and I don't think we got. Mm-hmm. I don't have nobody like that right now, man. So yeah, yeah. no, nope. And, and, and like I said, just to reiterate one more time, cherish these times that you do have these people, man. They they really not here. They really not here forever. They're really not here forever. Um, Facts, bro. Facts. Yeah, we we would, you know, we would be, um, if, if we didn't talk about the other side of the holidays, um, you know, uh, we would be doing a disservice to somebody too. So the holidays ain't always, because of reasons like losing Big Mama, losing people like that. Uh, the holidays ain't always the, you know, the greatest time for everybody. Um, and, you know, 988, 988 is, a, is, is a number you could call. It's a bunch of different resources, a fleet and family and stuff like that. I just think we'd always be remiss if we don't bring yeah. that up as well, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a rough time Most for definitely. some people. You know, I, I yeah, think it that, is, like, man. It was some rough time. Yeah, go ahead, Demo. I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah, man. It was some rough times for me coming up too, man. And so I, I feel it, man. Like, like, I know no shit, man. Like, I'm talking from a good place right now, man. But it was some hard times, man, coming up. Um, you out there on your own trying to do your thing, trying to make it, man. And, and, and you don't have that, that family, you know, that's right there that you can go right over and talk to and, and do this. You're away from home. You're away from people you know. You just got in the name, all this stuff, man. But I will say this, though. It is something that's put in place uh, for these times, man. And you and, and me and Dumbo was talking 
uh, well, all of us was talking one day about, you know, CMCs and the triads coming to the ships and having dinner and having this and, you know, having all the, the fleet and family like Dumbo mentioned earlier. Things like that are out there. Sometimes, though, man, we don't take advantage of that stuff, too, because I know I did. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but I tell you one thing, man, like when I didn't take advantage of that time and I had some of my friends that did take advantage of that time and they had a freaking good ass time. Right. So while, while I was, you know, sobbing and whatever I was doing, they was coming back from somewhere having a good time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. take advantage of that stuff, man. If you if you feel like you're in a spot like that, hey, it's a lot of stuff out there that can help you out you know, to get through these hard times, especially in the holiday period. That's one of the, the roughest part of being in the military, man, is the holiday period because what you used to um, as growing up, you know, having family around and things like that, and you may not be able to get back to that. So yeah. um, take advantage of it. Yeah, it, it, and and I'm, I'm over here thinking about my grandma getting kind of emotional. If you still got a grandma, man, um, and, and, and you're going to see her these holidays, Roll up on her, hug her, um, you know, squeeze her, give her a good squeeze, give her a kiss on the cheek. For me. Shit, for yeah. me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, let me get off of that before I get to a bullshit. I'm getting a little emotional over here. Let's get off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's, man. Grandma's let's, man. Let's grandma's like, yeah, real. I'm telling you, boy, my grandma, man, is a, whew, that woman, boy. And I remember, like, like you know, you talk about hugger and, and things like that, man. I used, My grandma was big because, you know, she stayed like her, you know, Final probably 10, 15, maybe longer than that. She stayed, we stayed on the, she stayed, moved back to the Gulf Coast. On the Gulf Coast, you got casinos everywhere. And she yeah. used to love to go to the casino, man. The casino. And she used to get in that <laughs> on them penny machines. I think she just go just to enjoy herself. You know what I mean? Not necessarily win. This woman win $20. She thinks she done won something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she go in the penny machine, she pulling that thing. Yeah, I won $27 tonight. I'm thinking about $27. What $27 going to do? But she's happy. So anytime I used oh, to go, yeah, yeah. go there, man, like she, if she just sitting on the couch and ain't doing nothing, I throw a little, throw a little something and she, hey, instantly eyes light up. Instantly she knows she's going to the casino that night. You know what I mean? Like that was, she, that was her thing, man. Call her little girlfriends up. You know what I mean? They finna hit the casino, man. But that lights me up. You know what yeah. I mean? Just that little bit right there. She was happy. She was doing things that she liked to do. You know what I mean? And she was, and man, she was trying to, and bro, I got stories for days about my girl, man. I remember like, look, yeah, man. man 90 years old, she's still trying to drive. They pretty much had to take the keys from this woman, man. She was still like that trying to get it, bro. Not, hey, she having accidents and shit. <laughs> they had to take a license. She all at that trying to get it, man. But I love that woman to death, man. Good gracious. Yeah, bro. My yeah. grandma, she used to be the food police at the uh like at the event. She she clocking who getting plates, who leaving with plates. <laughs> but Thing with her was she was leaving with a plate. That's why, like, so she tried to make sure nobody. But grandma already have her cake and stuff before people even start, you know, getting plates. Yeah. So she'll say something to you like, "Oh, you getting, you getting another plate?" Like, like your grandma, like <laughs> chill out. Man. Grandma made sure hey. she grandma always left with something, yo. Hey man, I remember my grandma, man. Like, like another thing she should do, man. She used to have a juke joint back in the day, man. And if you was like. Like skinny or, or whatever, man. She felt like you wasn't healthy, right? Yeah. She like like she if, if you come around and you kind of like like heavy set and built a little bit. She's like, oh man, that boy look good. That girl look good, right? There. Like she, <laughs> she, she want to feed. Like she was always want to feed. And she like, man, she was one of the things, man. She want to want to cook, 
You know, I got some food. You looking, you looking skinny. You got some food, but you know what I mean? She was always trying to, yeah. you know, feed people, man. And, and yeah, man, it was fun times, man. Yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to the grandmas, grandmas, man. Hey, so let's play a quick game um, called All I Want for Christmas. It's not really a game, though. It's not a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I'm going to ask you what you want for Christmas. I'm going to say what I want for Christmas. So this, all I want for Christmas is for Will Smith not to replace Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror, right? So it's been some rumors about uh, uh, who going to replace Jonathan Majors because he was found guilty. Um, and Will Smith's name got thrown in a hat. And I just don't want it to be Will, man. He that ain't a role for him, man. That's all. That's it. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> you about to keep for Will know. again? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I just don't think that's a Will Smith role, though. Oh yeah, yeah not no, yeah. not no. not in me like disliking Will and all this stuff. I just don't think. Would he do the role? Probably yes, if he got the opportunity, right? I, I won't say he won't do it. I think this character could be huge, no doubt, right? But I just don't think that's a way. I think it's a lot more. I think it's people out there that can, can do that role a lot more. You know what I mean? Do great things with that role besides Will Smith. I just don't think it's a good role for him. Um, yeah, no. yeah so I'm with you with that, man. I like Will Smith. You guys know I like Will Smith, but I don't think that's his role. I don't even um, think Jonathan Majors could really be replaced from um, what he started yeah. with that role. Like the way the yeah. things he did already. I, I don't think like you could really because. The face, the look, the, you know, yeah. he, he yeah. didn't play, like, in Marvel alone, he played to me, what, two to three to four different characters just in Marvel alone. Yeah. So, because I think he didn't play Kang. I think he played uh, Victor Timely now on Loki. Then he played the other uh, character on, on Loki, uh, He Who Remains. On, on. So, he played, he didn't play like three characters. I, I didn't watch the Ant-Man movie, so I don't know about the final scene or nothing like that. But I know he played a bunch of, like, I, yeah. I, I think they're going to replace him, as they probably should, but I think, I, I mean, it might be a little hard. Yeah. It's, it's going to most definitely be hard to find somebody to replace him. And, yeah, it, and it, it just, and, and the other thing about it is too, man, like, his mannerisms, though, and playing those roles, man, that's yeah. what's hard to replace. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's gonna be tough, man. Yeah, to me, man, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna like. All I want for Christmas some orders, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all I want, bro. Can I get some orders somewhere, man? Can I can somebody call me and give me the yes, man, for some orders, man? That's all I want, man. I don't ask for much. Just give me some orders. Let me find out what I'm finna do. You know, next, I'm pumped to do it. I don't care what it is. I'm motivated, pumped up, ready to do whatever. I just need some orders, man. I'll let you boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? All I want for Christmas, yeah. man. Yeah. So Damon want orders and I don't want Will Smith to be in, to be this Kane character, <laughs> right? So that's where we are with it. Hey, for the listeners, I'm going I'm to run down where we are right now uh, with this episode and with life and how how things going on. I'm potting in my pajamas, y'all. I got my pajamas. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not wearing it. For the people that's watching on YouTube, this is not a holiday shirt because it's Christmas. These are my pajamas. Like this is what I, I sleep in, right? Um, I got pajama pants on. I got a camp hat, of course, right? You know, shout out to camp, but this is really, I'm in my PJs, man. I got a little baby upstairs and stuff like that. I've been on baby duty and stuff like that. We just wanted to make sure we got out here and we did a pod. We got a bunch of topics. Uh, we I don't know if we were sure if Tish was going to be here or not. Um, shout out to Tish. She got her boys. She went and got her boys for the holidays. It's been a couple months since she saw them. Um, but later than she said on the pod, because she did kind of come back like, hey, no, I saw them and 
August because I think she said like June or July on the episode we asked her. She's like, I saw them in August, almost forgot. So uh, she probably somewhere doing something with the boys. So uh, definitely show her some love uh, when y'all get a chance. But we here, we got a bunch of topics. Some of them might have been Tisha's, so we probably going to skip them. Um, but we're yeah. going to talk about some stuff. We're going to get out of here and let y'all enjoy y'all Christmas. If anybody is listening today on Christmas Day, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> we love <Most> you. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely oh, love man, you. So most definitely, man. Let's start That's off talking great. about movies, man. Because So on Christmas, it's a movie coming out. Well, today it's a movie out, The Color Purple, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the new Color Purple. Uh, this was going to be a question for Tish, but yeah. I mean, you're here. Did yeah. you have any interest here, in watching bro. this movie? Did you have any interest bro, in watching this I'm movie? A, I'm going to be honest with you, man. And and Ella going to hear this, right? I don't really care for the color purple, right? Mm. But Ella loves yeah. the color purple. She's been to the play. She's been to all this stuff. She loved, I'm talking, she loved it. She know all the yeah. names of everybody on there. So I know I'm going to watch it. Right. So okay. uh, right. <laughs> now with that being, I'm not going to say that to her, how, you know, how I feel about the color purple, but yeah, she'll hear it. I she'll will be there in, in the theater watching color purple. I can pretty much guarantee you that. Mm-hmm. Um, now with that also being said, man, like I do love the singing and all that stuff in those, in those movies though. So I'm, 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 I'm interested though in it. I'm interested in it. I, if I'm telling you right now, if I was going out my way, this is something that I, <laughs> if I had to choose, I probably wouldn't be going. But it's Ella going, I'm going. So it's a done deal. Yeah. And then I'll be ready, man. I'm going to give you guys a little review of what I think about it, man, when I watch it too, man. So get ready for that, man. I'm going to let you guys know what I really think about it. Because it's hard, man. It, it's it's hard to, to, that movie was like, like, yeah, like yeah. huge back in the day. Color Purple's huge. And now we're talking about doing it again. So I am very interested in seeing how, and I might even watch the old one yeah. before I go into the the new one. You know, just to, just to, to get that feel. You know, it's been a while since I watched the old one. So I might just get that feel back and see, okay, what they got to offer on this new one. Because yeah, I mean, they got to bring it, man. You know what I mean? It's some actors in that first one, bro. Yeah. Legendary. It's some legendary I mean, actors and actresses in that in that first one. It ain't just actors. It's directed by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> you know, the first the first color purple is directed by Spielberg. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. glad they doing like the full musical. <laughs> hey, look, hold on, double for double. Yeah. Hey, let me say something real quick. Who all knew that? <laughs> you What'd know you what I mean? I didn't even know that. That Spielberg uh, directed. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know that he he directed it. That's crazy. So you're right, man. Yeah, and he produced the um th- this new one. So I'm glad they. I'm glad he's on board somewhere. Um, him and Oprah produced this new one. So that 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 kind of helped the validity of it to me. Um, I'm glad they gone like full musical. Mm. I didn't. I don't really remember the old color purple. Um, the movie. I'm not sure if it was a musical or not. I don't think it was a musical though. I don't. I don't remember the color purple being a musical. Uh, movie. Mm-hmm. I know the play was mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but the movie was based off the play. I'm going to probably sit and watch Color Purple again, too. It's been a long time. I've seen it as a kid, but it's been a very long time for me. Um, but um, 
don't take my black card away. I know somebody, somebody been waiting to take my black card away for a long time, right? Don't let the color purple be the reason why you take my black card away, right? <laughs> and plus it was directed by don't Steven Spielberg. So boom. Don't do it. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, I want to see that. I don't know when yeah. I'm going to go see it. We kind of busy. Now, what I will say is this. I watched Rebel Moon, right? <laughs> On Netflix. And I've been like, anticipating this Rebel Boo movie for a while. Is Zack Snyder, he kind of like Michael Bay to me. They could go either way. Um, it could be a good movie, an acceptable movie, or it could be a movie that's just all um, style and no substance. Rebel Moon to me was all style and zero substance. I mean, to the point that like most of the parts I saw in the previews that looked like they was like, like exciting parts, were like flashbacks. When you watch the movie, it's like flashback. Like, like this wasn't even happening in the movie. It was like a flashback or a dream sequence or something like that. And um, it, it like I think the movie started out like kind of decent, like kind of like inglorious bad. It's like this these outer space Nazis or whatever like that. Um, and then, and then like it's like this inglorious bastard style scene. And then like it just like from then on, for me, from then on, the whole movie tanked. Like it's like this like assembly movie, like where they trying to get, like we've seen this before, like in heist movies, like Ocean's Eleven and uh, stuff like that. And even in the Justice League, another Zack Snyder movie where you trying to assemble a group of people um, so you could do something. And that's what this was. But um, apparently this movie's super chopped. It's a director's cut that's a whole lot longer, but it just feel chopped, man. Everything just seemed like shortened and all over the place and just stupid. Like it was a bad movie. I never got engaged. And this, I ain't even mean to be doing a whole movie review, but I never got engaged or cared about none of the characters. Like not one of them. It was like, uh, you know, outside of us trying to, you know, take care of the baby at the same time and stuff like that. Cause she might've woke up during a movie, but I started doing things like around the house. Like, like, <laughs> like, let me go do the dishes. Let me do this. Let me do that. Like it just, it, it ain't really do nothing for me. Yeah. So I watched it too, mm-hmm. right? So let me let me let me say that um, it was hard for me to find the main character too, like in the movie. Like you know who's supposed to be the main character was a female. She's supposed to she the one that was getting everybody together and all this, but I felt like she did. She really didn't take a like a lead role in the movie, right? Yeah, I liked the movie a little bit because of action, and I'm an action movie type guy, so it has some action in it and stuff like that. So I kind of can feel that part, but. It, I never thought about the part what you just said when a lot of stuff that was happening was flashbacks. That's yeah, <laughs> that's bro. true as hell, man. Yeah. Like I never thought about it like that, but it was though. No, no doubt it was. Um, so from an action standpoint, I kind of like that. But let me tell you something that really that I because I watch movies, just watch movies. I don't dissect nothing. I don't do anything. I look for storylines and things like that. Didn't really have yeah, a storyline. Did you find it kinda one? Led you on, <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? I, I really didn't find a storyline, but. I'm gonna tell you what caught my eye in the whole movie, man. When old, when the guy that was, um, they found the guy that he was, he had to like tame the bird, the little, the big ass bird, yeah, right? Yeah. Bro, that was twenty some minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah, the, the crow, crow, the big crow. bro. That was twenty some. <laughs> like it took it. The, them we're going to find him was twenty to thirty minutes of the whole movie itself. <laughs> Like, I was like, man, like, this the movie, right? <laughs> I'm trying to get the fucking crow. I'm yeah. like, God, he took a long time, bro. Like, like. But did that, you care but about that? Did I you know, care though, about him getting the crow? 
Did you, did you no. even care? Like, did no, any, it I didn't never like, care, like never like made you care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, and the other thing, man, like all the characters, it was getting okay. So and I, I'm I'm yeah, we are doing a movie review type shit. So they got one of the guys, man, it's General Titus, right? Uh-huh. So if if they looking for this guy, General Titus, the entire show, they looking for they looking for him. They finally got him and stuff like this. He a drunk now, right? Can you guys really show that he's a badass though? He didn't do shit the whole movie, bro. <laughs> like, can you show that he's a beast? Yeah. Right? That he's a really badass though? Like, like he did nothing the, the entire show though. You know what I mean? To be honest. Yeah. Um, they could have put it in the flashback. Yeah. Something. But yeah, man, other than that, man, I'm, I'm with you. I, I liked it because of all the action stuff in it, whatever, but. It's the most definitely some. I wouldn't watch it again. I, 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 I'm going to watch part two because I watched part one, but I most definitely would probably won't be talking about this <laughs> again, though. Also, man, so you got the Lead the World Behind movie. Sandra Bullock, mm-hmm. you know, in the movie. No, no, no. Not no. Sandra Bullock? <laughs> Who was it, bro? Cut that shit. Cut Julie, it. Julie, cut, cut it. it. Cut it. <laughs> Cut that bitch. Nah, bro. It's Hold on. Who was it? Oh, you know what? Oh, my Julia Roberts. Julia, Julia Roberts. That's Julia right. Julia Roberts. Roberts. Golly. Cut that bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, Julia Roberts, right? So, hey, the movie was crazy, though. The movie was crazy, man. Um, uh, and let, let me tell you this, though. The Tesla scene, that's what everybody was talking about, right? So, in the Tesla scene... Uh-huh. Are you playing? A, I, I want to kill the movie for you. Though. I, I I went to sleep through most of the movie, but I saw the Tesla scene. Okay, you saw it. I saw it. Hey, okay, I saw that. So part. the Tesla scene was crazy, and uh, like we really didn't know what was going on. And but yeah, I was watching it. What the hell is going on? And then the whole thing. So it happened about the car driving by itself, and and, and all this type of stuff. Um, it, it kind of worked out, right? It kind of like now we start. I kind of understand and kind of figuring it out. But I think the next day. An article came out that they was recalling Teslas, and it was, it was kind of for the pilot thing they had in the car. So that would make the whole story kind of crazier. I don't, I forgot in the cars they said they got the recall, but it was like a <laughs> lot of cars they recall for the pilot thing right after the show came out. Right, so that was kind of mm-hmm. crazy, man. But just to give a little more background, that so these Teslas yeah. was running into each other on the show, like they were just like like no shit. They was trying to they was trying to get home or get to a different location or whatever in the movie, and they got stopped because of all the traffic was backed yeah. up with these Teslas uh, on the highway. So she gets so so uh, Julie Roberts gets out and she's trying to look in the vehicle, trying to find out, but with nobody in none of these vehicles. And then she start putting two to two together and freaking yeah, <laughs> a Tesla started coming out of nowhere, man. And then she kind of figured it out, got her, got her family out the way and. And then you see all the Teslas running into each other and stuff. But, but yeah, man, that was a crazy scene, man. Uh, the whole lead behind. But hey, the movie had me engaged. The entire movie, the freaking ending of the movie, took my whole soul. And I'm assuming this is what they do to movies now, man. They lift, they left me on the edge, bro. You cannot do that again. Hey, anybody out here, directors, producers, stop this shit right now, man. Stop leaving these movies unless you're going to have a two. If it's somebody going to be leave behind two or whatever the case may be, don't leave people on the edge like that. But that movie went off crazy. 
Like, like, let, give me some closure yeah. to this movie. I got no closure on this movie, bro. None. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people said they hated the movie. I'm probably. I'm, I'm a probably. So I like. I like Julia Roberts. I like Ethan Hawke. I like Kevin Bacon. And I think I, I like people pronounce his name different. Marishala Ali. I like him too. I like all of them as actors. I even like uh, her name is uh, Myla Harald. Uh, she plays in this show called Industry. She was the dude daughter, mm-hmm. the, uh, the the light skin, the light skin uh, young woman. Uh, she was the dude daughter. I I love her show. It's called Industry. It come on HBO. Her name Harper. Yo, if you get a chance yeah. and like watch Industry, it's a, it's a, it's a dope show. So me and my wife even like her. So like mostly anything she playing, I, I I watch it. I watch it too. So I, I definitely want to watch it. I try to watch it twice already and fell asleep both times. Had nothing to do with the movie. Just I was tired. tired. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was tired at some. Um, but definitely, I can't wait to. Uh, I can't wait to sit down and actually. Watch. I, I heard it was good. You yeah. know, but I heard it went off like it's crazy. Just but, like, but I, I, I got one at. one thing to say that I didn't like. One thing was Kevin Bacon role, bro. Kevin hey, Bacon man. killed it, but they gave him a limited yeah. role, bro. That's the only thing. That's yeah. the only only yeah. part, man. Kevin Bacon killed yeah. his, his the party play. That's Kevin Bacon for you. Yeah, man. he killed it, bro. Bacon, but they yeah. only gave him a limited little spot on there, man. It was crazy, but it was good. And, though. and, and you know, Kevin Bacon good at being an asshole oh, too. Yeah, Kevin Bacon man. can be like, yeah, good. he perfect. perfect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kevin Bacon is perfect. Uh, another wholesome thing that happened um, this, you know, so it's hip hop. We talked about it being hip hop 50th um, anniversary. Um, so another very wholesome moment, especially for like during the holidays and stuff, was that Tiny Dust, the Scarface Tiny Dust, right? That was dope. Yeah. Hey. It's fire. So I listened to some of it. I didn't see the whole thing. So I listened to it, man. Bro. Man, we need that, bro. Like yeah. hip hop needs that. And I hope this will start to something bigger, man. Like for other legends or other good artists can go in there and do what he did, man. He, he going through this old song. And then you learn some about Scarface that I didn't know. I didn't know he was on them instruments like that. You know what I mean? He had the guitar mm-hmm. come in, man. He, he thought hitting out there. Oh, shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he had all his people in there, like, like in the back. Man, that shit was, I, I like that, man. I really like that. But I also just like, I'm a big Scarface fan. I kind of grew up on that. You know what I mean? I grew up on the Scarface. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, Side of the house, man. When he was doing this thing, uh, along with all those all those guys in the South back in that time, man. Um, but Scarface is legendary, man. And and I will say this: uh, I think hip hop and whoever in charge of that tiny desk, the whole calling it a tiny desk and and doing all this, man. You about to make some money, man. I don't know who came up with this little concept and all that stuff, but I think if they use it the right way. This could become a big thing, man, because we got a lot of artists mm-hmm. like Scarface out there into the newer generation that's coming up. They probably never heard or listened to Scarface like that. But you got these kids now, man. They 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 up on their shit. Though. Don't get it twisted. I'm not, not saying they're not up on, on old school, you know, hip hop, but um Scarface is is, is legendary, man. Um, Scar yo, Scarface a goat. He one of the best, yeah. man. Scarface is a top. Um, argue. I mean, for some people, he in a top five. He 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 a top twenty MC, a hundred percent. Um, one of the best careers, some of the best projects. It's face man, like face mob, tiny dust. I, did you see the juvenile tiny dust? I didn't. Did I you didn't see juvenile. I, I, I didn't dust? see juveniles yet. I didn't even see this. Is the thing It's good. It, 
I know Juvenile was doing something. Yeah. But I didn't know really what he was doing. You know what I mean? I've seen a couple of clips yeah, about he it. Got one. But I feel like Scarface was a little bit more. Um, yeah, he got one. Tiny, Tiny, that's been around for a while. It's been around okay, for okay. a while. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Like, see, yeah, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Tiny, that's been, okay. yeah, it's been around. But, um, Yo, Scarface, I mean, he restores that feeling like every time you hear him. Uh, he made some of the best albums. One of my favorite albums ever. Uh, the Fix is a Scarface album. It's one of my favorite albums. Now, the thing that I realized listening to the Scarface uh, was, hey, and for the listeners, for the Navy, we got some Navy topics too. We're going to get in some Navy stuff too. The thing that I realized listening to the face was, um, we, uh, I feel like we losing substance, man. And hip hop, like it ain't a lot of substance in the music anymore, man. I've been listening to a lot of Tupac recently too, and I, like Tupac had a lot of substance. Like he had a song, he had songs about every single thing. It wasn't just like one topic or something like that. Um, and just listening to Face, and you hearing him talk about death, like the uh, the uh, the entire transition period of somebody, you know, and then he get into the emotions, like never seen a man cry till I seen a man die. Like he getting into the flux, you know, the influx of the voice and all that stuff while still saying something that makes sense. Um, and not as focused on the rhyme as he is one of the best rappers ever, but not as focused on the rhyme as he is focused on the story, the message, yeah. the context, the delivery, um, all of that stuff. Like we losing that, man. Yeah. We losing it. Yeah, I agree. You know, and Andre, Andre 3000, he just recently, he, he said something like, hey, I'm like 40-something, what I'm supposed to rap about. And a couple rappers uh, came out and they was like, well, that hurts to hear that, boom. But like the rappers that said that to me, they subs, they don't have, and I love the rappers that said it, but they don't really have, talk about much. He, like Wayne said it and Pusha said it. Wayne... I mean, I, from listening to Andre, he always talked about like his life, like things relevant to what's going on. So he's saying like, I don't really feel like I got nothing to rap about at 40. I feel like he probably does like being 40, yeah. but like Wayne and Push, they, you know, Push kind of got a subject that he talk about the most, right? And then Wayne talk about a whole bunch of stuff, but it's all over the place. It's not yeah. themed music all the time. So for them to, you know, Wayne, I think Wayne said something and Push said something. But like, I felt what Andre was saying. Like, sometimes it's hard to like yeah. think of rhymes at a certain age. Like, what yeah. you going to talk and, about? And I, you and know I, what I'm saying? I, so I, I took it as, as like, when he said that, I took it like, um, he rhymed, he just, not the fact that he can't come up with raps. You know what I mean? I feel like he he was just talking about like like back then the things that I was doing I'm not doing that no more. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. like so, and he feel I think he felt like since he ain't doing that no more, he don't want to talk about himself like me sitting at home. He want to talk about stuff. He don't want to like make nothing up. A lot of these rappers be making shit up. You know, he just making yeah. music up. He feel, I think he felt like he didn't want to be making nothing up. About his raps, I guarantee you, if they do want to lay six, lay some bars, he can lay some bars. You know what I mean? But yeah. he he just don't want to. Yeah. He don't want to. He don't want to be that guy. Um, yeah, but I, exactly, I, I want to hit one more thing know. about Scarface, man. Before we move on, was that can't you really tell in that in that in that tiny desk that his voice was not tampered with, bro? Like now you got yeah, now yeah. you got people you know, just messing with people's voices. They doing all type of stuff when they editing and doing all, doing this when they producing is the thing. Man, Scarface sound the same then <laughs> that he sound like right now, bro. I felt everything yeah. he was saying, bro. That's his voice, one hundred percent. That's 
that Scarface, man. I can hear that shit from anywhere. I don't care who playing it. It could be a freaking, I don't care where it's at. When I hear that voice, I know that Scarface, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? No yeah. doubt. Then it was, yeah, then it was faced with Mike Dean. Like Mike Dean was with him, which is uh, Mike Dean been with them from the start, mm-hmm. right? Ghetto Boys from the start. Like, so Mike Dean been with them from the start um, with the Rap Alive Records and everything like that. But then on top of this, all, you know, it's really good to see Face because um, Face almost, he almost passed during COVID. Like he almost, you know, passed away. Um, and I was, I was 100% uh, paying attention to that story too. For the listeners, if you don't know, I'm 100% a hip hop baby. Like a hundred, <laughs> like like, yeah, like a thousand. No doubt. So, um, you know, I, we caught up with all of that stuff. So it is good to like talk about some of that stuff. All right, let's talk some military stuff real quick. So we put out a little clip about stolen valor before, right? And somebody in one of our comments, um, they said, why do people lie about stolen valor, right? Um, they, they wanted to know why people lied about stolen valor. And for the listeners, if you don't know, stolen valor is like when people just wear some military uh, shit and they not in the military, like they might wear, uh, or I think it could also be um, military people wearing ribbons that's not there, like that they didn't earn and stuff like that. But it's also for like civilians just having uniforms on with like Tim's getting caught with the Tim's with the uniform on a bus and stuff like that. So somebody asked why people lie about stolen valor. I'm a precursor this conversation with this. Everything you about to hear is just our opinion, I think, on why people lie about stolen valor. Uh, David, what's your thoughts on why people lie about stolen valor? I mean, it's human, man. It's a human thing. We always doing something that that that's kind of trying to blow ourselves out up. And I'm gonna give you an example. Some people go out there and have a lot of jewelry on their neck and probably got ten, twenty dollars in their bank account. Right? We trying to mm-hmm. make ourselves bigger than what we are. Right? For some reason, I don't know. So now I got all these ribbons on. If you got the ribbons on, automatically you got some. You should have some clout. If you got some stripes on. You may have a little bit more clout, you know what I mean? Or whatever the case may be. So I think people do it for that. Why they do it is a whole nother thing. I don't know because you don't have to. Because if you stay in long enough, you're probably going to yeah. get there, right? So I don't know why people would want to do that unless they're trying to, express, trying to impress somebody. Who yeah. are you trying to impress, right? I, that's the question. Right. What, um, yeah. What about but the I can tell you though? this. I can tell you what I, I can tell you some facts though. People was getting caught when I was coming in for doing mm-hmm. this crazy shit. Right. That's a fact. Right. Why they was doing it? People was getting like no shit busted down. You know, for I had one guy. No shit. I'm, I'm talking from me coming in. This this had to be like uh, I'm gonna say early early two thousands. And I'm taking straight from experience. Now, I ain't making this shit up. Straight from experience. Guy came to the ship, had e swas had fucking, had two rolls on. Right? <laughs> had two, two, two rolls. Just yeah. got to the ship out of fucking boot camp. You know yeah. what I mean? And then no one was like paying attention. And look, and I'm going to tell you, he was, say he on the ship for like six months. Yeah. Right? And when he on the ship for six months, all of a sudden, we had to get in our, we had to man the rails. We had to man the rails. This, this, this clown comes <laughs> up the rail. Dude, don't you know we know you ain't got no East West fan, bro? 
You've been in the Navy like freaking less than a year. He probably, first ship. He probably thought they was uniform items. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't in the DRVs. I wasn't part of none of that stuff, watched man. Movie. But he watched like a movie. Yeah, and thought but it was crazy, man. Like it was a crazy scene, bro. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, he, ended up, he ended up, um, I don't know, man. He just like disappeared on the ship though, man. Like, like he ended up leaving the ship. I just don't know how he, like, he just ended up getting like went to Captain Mass and was gone, bro. <laughs> Like he was gone. So I don't know if he got kicked out or what happened to him. Man, that, yeah, ain't, man. that ain't funny, I guess. Uh, what What about uh, the civilians, though, dog? Like, I know you. it was like the picture. Like, some of the jackets fly, man. Some of them fly weather, the cold weather jackets. Uh, George Clooney, what he was, the DC one. And, uh, and, yeah, and man, the that, picture, that jacket, jacket was fire, though, bro. He had the peacoat. Yeah, that peacoat was fire, bro. I, I need one of them peacoats, man. I just them, I heard them things expensive, though. But yeah, man. Um, I don't know what's the thing with that though. Yeah, like I think on on a, you talking about the George Clooney that was in a movie though. Well, or just something, pe- no, right? just he people. Was, period. No, just uh, just yeah, uh, just regular. Like why general, you think right? people? Yeah. yeah, why you think civilians? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, um, and I tell you, what's what's crazy about it is, is that when we see that and we in the military, I'm automatically assuming you was in. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. But you out there in the club with this thing on, like, <laughs> man, I'm like, where you get this jacket from, bro? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, what's really going on right here, man? But I don't know, man. It's a different look. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they get it. They go to some thrift store on base. I don't even fucking know, man. Like, I guess it's some kind of romance, a sale, or some garage sale. Well, you know, Shit, they got the know. Army surplus store, the Army Navy. They got like different, like, it's a store back in Philly called I Goldberg. I used to go there all the time. They had like the Army Navy. I never got like a okay. military uniform, though, but they, they had like Army Navy stuff. <laughs> but um, let's talk about, uh, remember when you were young and you got like the, ca- remember in school when people was young and they used to break something on their arm or something and they got the cast? And then for a little bit, like you the man with it, like people sided it. You might get a girl off the cash. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know why a military uniform would be somewhere comparable to a cash, but I think that that's what people want sometimes is like the extra attention. Like they want to be asked like the questions and stuff like that. Now, another piece to it is this. And I'm gonna get off that fast because that's all I got for that. Another piece to it is this, man. I think it was a time when having a uniform uh, on was like you was lit, like 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 it was a time back in the day where yeah. like didn't they, the USO used to have like hookers? <laughs> I, I don't know. I could be tripping. Like I could be tripping. I could be tripping. <laughs> um, hey, oh, no. I could be. I could just be talking. But it, it was a time when like if you wore a uniform, like you, you going to get that discount. The girls gonna be on you like the ladies used to like the navy uniform. You know what I'm saying? Like imagine that, like just hitting hitting yeah. the soil, man. You got your white soil, man, and just a flock of women behind you just waiting on the pier. So I think that like some of the even even up to like the Vietnam days too. But I, I think some of it is holdover from those days. I think some of the dudes that do it, dudes in their sixties, seventies. Like those, the boomer dudes that like came up in those times when the uniform was like cool to wear. If somebody like 1920 rocking a military uniform and they ain't serve, I don't know why they doing it, man. You know, like I don't know yeah. what they, I don't know why they doing it, bro. Maybe it's for the attention. Maybe they want people to ask them stories. It's crazy people in this world. Like, and I mean, I'm not like, I'm not using crazy lightly. Like it's people in this world with 
problems. You know what I mean? So I'm not surprised about anything somebody going to do for some attention or whatever it is they want to do, man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm with you on that. And I mean, and it kind of makes sense too, man. Like times have changed, but back in those times, are you right? But that uniform was beast mode, man. You know what I mean? So you show up, you show up somewhere in that uniform. Yeah. <laughs> the attention was there. You can probably get in the club, get in the bars, get in all these spots for free. You know, all the 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 the, the women on you probably getting free drinks. Yeah. You know what I mean? People buying you drinks. You know what I mean? All type of stuff that that was that was lit back at that time, man. I think in and 2023 is not a thing like that though. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't really think it like like we rolling around out in town, not uniform, unless we miss, yes, you kill it, we have to do it. Yeah, you try to take we it off real quick. It's a <laughs> mandatory <laughs> thing. You try to take it mandatory. off Mandatory. Yeah, you used to, so walk, through the, used to walk through the neighborhood. What's happening, brother? <laughs> hey, soldier. <laughs> hey, <buddy. laughs> it's a different time, doggy. Like, like, yeah, like, like, that's not really happening no more. So I really now, for the people in the military that's doing it, I don't know why they do. I don't know why y'all doing it. You know, I, it's probably some valor that I need to add that I'm like not tracking. You know what I mean? Like it's probably yeah. some extra valor I need. Like I don't know why y'all out Most here definitely. stealing it. You know Most what I mean? definitely, like, man. Like y'all got y'all yeah. sick, man. Go get the qual, man. Like like actually, yeah, you know, just go get it. Man. Now, now, I, now, here to tell you now. This is my another another side of when you bring that up, man. If you putting all this shit on to go back and see your family. Right, <laughs> you know, they may not know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, they may no, not no, understand. Right, yeah. they may not understand what's happening. <laughs> right. right, but if you got one of them old uncles or something, you know what I mean. One of them, yeah, <laughs> somebody that may, may may check your ass. But bro, you can't bring that shit back to the command, bro. Yeah. You gotta get rid of that shit. You can't bring it back, man. Come on now. Imagine go home. Imagine go home uh, to your uncle, man. You got your East so I saw that you ain't never <laughs> earned. And he like, talk to me about Slick 32, young blood. <laughs> <laughs> Slick, Boy, what? That shit. Hey, I need to be a fly on the wall to hear that shit, bro. Good lord. Slick, what? <laughs> Hey, I, I did the new for for the people that's up on our cyber awareness conversations. I did the new one. It was easy. It was like it took me less than forty minutes, probably thirty minutes. Um, you could test out. So I tested out a majority of them, and I had to redo like uh, three other sections, and they were only like like one slide. And the most questions I had was three. Um, for the other two sections, it was one question. So it was like one section, one question, another section, one question, and then the last section was three questions. And they're not questions, they like exercises, and then you answer the question at the end of the exercise. So this cyber winner, I, I, I feel like it was, it's my pride. You know, I came from the last cyber winners. I said it was hard. I want y'all to know I, I, I beasted this new cyber where this, this was easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. This was shit, man. I ain't done mine yet, man. I've been getting hit up to do it. I said, you know what? I'm going to do it on this little stand down period, man. I'm going to go ahead and knock that thing out. Mm-hmm. But I, <laughs> they were supposed to be on me. I'm mean, like, man, I ain't got time. I'm trying to, I'm trying to go home, man. Yeah, you I'm going to get it done. You got to do it. If Teach was here, she was ready to check some of y'all about how y'all treated me about this Beyonce thing. Teach was going to check some of y'all. So I can't wait till that happens again. Yeah, but me either, Teach man. Teach had smoke for the ladies. Um, she actually got at somebody hard too on YouTube who said, I hate women. The lady said, he hates women. Teach got at her bad. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but she has some smoke for people that just drew that opinion, you know, especially coming off of just 
me asking a question. Like I ain't even giving an opinion. Yeah. It was a question. Tish has smoked. Yeah, man, that was kind of that was kind of crazy, kind of out of control a little bit, man. But we 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 do this podcast thing, man, and we kind of know like, you know, some people be out there trolling and, and doing crazy stuff, just trying to come at us, you know I me, mean, all sideways sometimes. But I think that was a little too far for me though. You know what I mean? <laughs> for like, real? like like, like for crazy. me, I, I know you, I know for you, but for me, I'm like, man, we got wives, we got daughters, yeah. you know what I mean? You'll say we we, we hate to, women. I say yeah. you hate women. To I'm draw like, oh, that Tisha's T said that Beyonce's work ethic is unmatched. And I yeah. unmatched, right? And I asked against who? It could have been against anybody. I was asking her against yeah. who? And then I threw a couple examples of names like, out people there. Oh, I know goodness. that got strong work ethics. Um, that that are yeah. known for having strong work ethics. She could have been like, no, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about against other singers. I think talk about, you know, because it, and it could have went a different way. Now, if I would have only threw women out there, it, I would have been hit with the, oh, so you only going to compare her to women. You don't think she could compare to men. Yeah, you go get so it either it's way. It's a lose-lose lose in it. that regard. But I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let Tish talk about it whenever yeah, Tish yeah, talk yeah. about it. Go, yeah. What I want to talk about now, this the this the uh, was I wrong segment of the pod, right? Which is not a segment, but it's a segment for right now, right? So, <laughs> yo, bro. So we we got duty section turnover, right? Um, um, yeah. A seller walks up to me, man. Third class. He said, hey, senior, you know, he's on duty. We on duty. We we, we just took the duty. He said, senior, can I leave the ship? Uh, and can I go off ship later? I got to go go back um, to my to my place. I'm like, for like, for what, man? You know, for the most part, and they had just got finished talking about if anybody, like how, how people is like chiefs going up for leaving a ship and all this, like people leaving the ship stuff. Now you could leave the ship. All I got to do is get in contact with the CDO and like work it out. Normally people lead a ship to go on food runs because we don't have a, we don't have a galley right now, right? So seller said, can I lead a ship senior? And I said, uh, you know, I'm like, well, what you got it? Like, what's going on? Like, and he said, this is what he said, Damon. He said, I got to get my water bottle. And I said, like, I ain't say that for like 40 <laughs> seconds, bro. I ain't say shit for like, yo, because it's like, this a lose-lose for me. You know what I mean? Like, this, a, <laughs> this the world. Where, yeah, it's funny because Amari had, he had, Amari Ponciano had wrote something about dealing with a seller. Like, I wish I would have, like, took his, the thing he wrote on Facebook. But this the world where, yeah, man. If I say no, you can't lead the ship to get a water bottle. You know what I'm saying? This the, so, 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 so I pause for like 40 seconds because I'm trying to figure out like the words. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right, let me like, <laughs> let me figure out the words for him. Like, like, you know, and up my head, I'm like, why the fuck is he asking me this shit? You know what I mean? Like, what's going on here? So this, this that's what I said. This, this is the first thing that came out of my mouth. I said, what's so important about this water bottle, man? Like, like, <laughs> he, then he was like, he was like, it's the only water bottle. Uh, it, it, no, he was like, it's like I need it when I'm standing. Watch the water bottle. Um, we don't have um, cups. Uh, something he was saying, like, uh, we don't got something on the ship. So I can't get water, you know, so I need it throughout the day, right? So I told him. I was like, so I, I'm not the only EDO and I'm not even qualified. So I said, yo, go ask Ian what, man. <laughs> <laughs> And I yeah, knew, so I, I knew Ian One was. I knew Ian, <laughs> I figured it'd be funny for Ian One too to hear, man. So I said, "Yo, go ask Ian One, dog." You know what I mean? So, 
So later yeah. on, right? I <laughs> at 1900, we do the end of the day, Buster David. Now, now I'm like, yo, I gotta let them know I care. Like, like, so I got. <laughs> so I said, hey, what happened? Like, like, did he, what happened with the water bottle, man? <laughs> hey, for the young listeners, if I'm wrong, y'all, let me know, man. If I'm wrong, y'all tell me, man. You know, and I'm sorry if I'm wrong, y'all. I said, what happened with the water bottle, man? He said, uh, I, I just never, I ain't drink water all day. You know what I mean? <laughs> And I'm like, man, you ain't. So then I'm like, hey, you know, like we got it's cups, it's water fountains on the long ship. I'm like, we got some cups in the mess. Like you just, you could get cups. It's cups around the ship. Just grab a cup. He like, oh, 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 yeah, okay. I'm like, yo, this too, man. But but yeah. But that was I've never been asked ever in my career if somebody could lead a ship to go get a water bottle, bro. Like, yeah, man, that was crazy, man. You you handle it. I probably wouldn't have handled it the way you handled it. I'd laugh that shit off. And like, I would have laughed it off like, like, and been done with it though. I would have been like, <laughs> you fucking great. I would say, probably said this, like, I said, you fucking serious right now? Like a water bottle? That's probably how I would have said it. Yeah. And hopefully that would have like killed it. Like, like, but I also would have said it. Are you, are you serious up for a water bottle, man? We got cups. That's probably my second thing. I probably said it like this, bro, we got cups. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whoever was saying, man, we got cups on board. Um, Bro, I ain't I'm even pretty, think I'm, about I've been like, I'm 100. The CDO is not gonna say yes to you leaving the ship for a water bottle. Bro, I ain't you even wait, think about the cups, bro. Like, I ain't even think about the cups until like yeah. 1900. Cause it, it just caught me off guard, man. And then yeah, you know, on yeah, top yeah, of this, yeah, yeah. right? Just for the listeners, for like the Chiefs and stuff that listen. Uh, and y'all, you know, y'all could tell me, you know, y'all could tell me like, no, you should have been shut that shit down, right? I'm cool hearing that, right? But yeah. like this, the same seller that like on my first day on board, like my first real day on board, he had a he had these diagrams that was messed up, right? And so you know, I disapproved him. You know, I'm like sorry, and it was like like detail shit. But this tag out, so like for me, like eat the detail for tag out. This need to match the breaker boom. So it, it was messed up. So I turned him, you know, away. And the face he and like the look was like he never been turned away before. He came back. Messed up again. I I, t- I wound up turning them away just to make a long story short. I wound up turning them away like five times, you know, until the fifth time, yo, bro. I just went to his workspace with him and like fixed the joint with him, the tag with him. You know what I mean? So I I just ain't want him to feel like I just be like an asshole to him, or you know, even yeah, though like just to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though turning them away for the tags is not an, an asshole, and telling somebody they can't leave the shit. For a water bottle is not an asshole either. But I, I I just think like, you know, I think I think that I'm not the only one that might juggle with like these type of thoughts nowadays. Like, like, yo, like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? Um, but lo- if worse come to worse, I would have like, you know, been like, nah, man, you can't, you know, you can't leave ship to get no damn water yeah, bottle. I just yeah, I just want anyone want to hear it so I can like ask him yeah. about it later. Like, 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 yeah, what happened? Yeah. Did he, did he ask you? I don't even think he asked him. Well, he probably, he probably like, did. He probably yeah. knew, like, yo, see it. He probably you thought know. he was going to get you, bro. Yeah, he yeah, thought yeah, he was yeah, going to yeah. get you. Yeah, yeah. And he had won a little, he won a little bit more um, to the point. Like, he want to probably been like, no, man. Like, like you can't. Yeah, yeah, I, I be watching people get shot. I be watching him <laughs> shut people down. You know what I mean? I go up to him later. I'm like, yo, what'd you tell him? He's like, uh, like, nah, like they can't do it or they can't. You know, for the most part, we on the same page, but like some, sometimes he like straight to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Army, shout out to him too because he listens to the pod all the time. Army, Navy game. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> 
I'm not into the Army Navy game, man. <laughs> you ain't put yeah, that topic. That's a Tish topic. That's Tish topic. Yeah. Did I put that? Hey, the Navy lost, know. yo. The Navy lost. We fired our coach yeah. a couple years ago. We lost, man. We <laughs> like we need to win the game. Nah, I'm not gonna keep supporting y'all in our Instagram stories if if, if we ain't winning no game, y'all. Like it's people yeah, mad man. at it's people we mad to, at y'all, yo. Hey, we want to bring up the Army Navy game. We want to talk about it, but I don't think we're gonna talk about it no more until y'all get a W. We we yeah. can't be on here talking about no we uh, on our no. pod talking about you know the lo- losing team. You know what I mean? Like they fought hard, but I don't want to say no buts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go out there, put some people on the field. You know what I mean? And win the damn game. Shit. Did they? I, did I, they fight I got hard? All my all my little all my old COs and. And my divos and everybody up there with their little signs up, you know, go Navy, beat Army, and then we get our ass whooped. You know yeah. what I mean? Come on now. We only scored in the Sad. fourth quarter, man. We, we only scored in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Like, it was zero, <laughs> zero points, three quarters straight, man. Yeah, hey, so not much on Army-Navy game. Go get some Ws, man. Get some wins. Yeah, figure, get some figure W. That's all we want, man. man. They need a pep talk. They need like some war heroes, some heroes of the week to come over there and like talk to them. You know what I mean? Like they, they need a pep talk, man, because we ain't, it's been a minute now. It's been a couple couple games now we lost, right? I know we lost last year, right? Did we lose? Yeah, we yeah, lost? man. We, we most definitely didn't win a whole lot of games this year, man. I don't know the record exactly, no, they five but seven. we was They five asked. and seven this year, but I'm talking five about just to the army though. Just to the army. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We losing, man. They yeah, they dope. got their ass whooped pretty good, man. Hey, you know, we, we just being we just want to talk about some 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 good stuff when it comes to the game though, man. Like like Dumbo, like we 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 hit up on sports every now and then. And yeah. and we'll love to talk more when you guys get those W's, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? We just we just we just can't do it right now, man. Especially the army. I don't care if you go one in twelve, one in <laughs> eleven. But you need to beat the army, you need to be that one. The army needs to be that one. Right, I might not talk about you, but one game out of the season. But I want the, the game to be the one that you beat the damn army in, man. What you laughing at, Dumbo? Yeah, the way I'm man. saying, army? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Boosie say, "Come on, man, come on, dog. <laughs> Y'all gotta get this W." What happened to Enafit, man? <laughs> hey, I know what happened to Enafit. What happened to Enafit? What should have happened a long goddamn time ago? <laughs> Right, we should have got rid of that shit, man. It was never working as designed for 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 me. I'm now I say this, I'm talking from my experience. Yeah, it was never working. Every time we had like when it's NAFIT, they send out these little things. Oh, this is how you do it. This is what you do. Blah 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 blah. Right, all this stuff. Guess what ended up happening? Shit didn't work. We end up sending fucking all our word docs to to admin, and admin end up putting all that shit in. Yeah, yeah, that's what right? everybody. That's does. what end up happening. Then we go back in there and try to try to e sign it, and guess what? That didn't even work. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like every freaking time, it was something with this e fit, right? I'm not saying that um, NAFIT '98 was the best in the world either. Yeah, but it's damn sure it's got the job done better than this damn e fit. I can promise you that shit. That I fit. never, I knew. But look. I, I'm gonna say this too, though. The thought process of it, uh-huh. I like. You know what I mean? Like you go in there, you do your thing, it goes to the next person, goes to the next person, blah, 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 blah. I got that concept. But it yeah. ain't working. 
it's not working like that. You know what I mean? Like, 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 I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of dollars we we spent on this shit, but we should have been spending that shit on something else. Yeah. Cause eating that fit ain't it. <laughs> I look at eating that fit like Oz, dog, from the Wizard of Oz, man. Remember when they went through all that trouble? <laughs> Through all that trouble, man. That long ass yellow brick road almost died to go up there. He was a fraud. He wasn't, he wasn't even a wizard, man. He was a hack. Oh yeah, my god. Like that's how I be man. looking at some of these adventures that we be just throwing out sometimes. Like the Navy just like what fun fruit roll-ups will we roll out? Like just what snacks, man? Let's give them eating affit. Hey, it'd be like, doo, doo, doo. I present eating affit. You could do this, you could do this, yeah. you could do this, you could do this. And then when you actually yeah. start messing with it, it's trash. It sucks. Trash, bro. <laughs> trash. <laughs> and to all you, all you freaking CMCs and all like, hey, on my ass all the time about fucking these evals, right? Yeah. <laughs> Put this shit in e now fit. E now fit don't work, motherfucker. <laughs> e now fit is trash, right? I'm telling you right now, e now fit is trash. Get off my ass with fucking e now fit. People shit. thought that they was people thought that they was like living large too, like. Nah, nah, you like, you like, y'all, I'm doing that for 98. Nah, nah, put it in E-Nafit, man. Put it right in yeah. E-Nafit. I'm going to get yeah, to it. Yeah, put it in there. Boom. I knew E-Nafit was, it was going to be some problems because E-Nafit only worked with who you, who you got like in your lineup, right? So it's like somebody like, hey, senior, can you look at my eval? Um, like you can't, like if somebody not like in your lineup, they can't review your eval. Like, they can't see it. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? So, it was things like that where, like, if he wasn't in a direct cha- chain of command and put on it, enough it was problems from day one. You know what I mean? And I guess it's not... Like, the EDAFIT people like, we not dead yet, but, like, give us another year. Close. <laughs> give us another Close. year. That's nah. <laughs> like my wife when we get ready, when we get ready for somewhere, it's like, yo, we supposed to leave by, like, 245, but when 246 hit, I'm like, what time we leave it? Uh, we gonna leave it like three. <laughs> when three hit, hey, babe, what time we leave it? Like 320. <laughs> yo, eat that it. it ain't ready. It ain't ready, yo. Let that oh, shit cook. Man. Let it simmer hey, for you a little know bit. What's, you know what's really funny, man? And I keep, I, I, I'm, I ain't gonna be on y'all CMCs about this too much, man, but uh, it gave me satisfaction when we was asking for these evals all the time, man. Like asking for them and asking for them. And then I see you there when I'm going home and I look over there and see you with those word docs and those printed out, printed out emails. I want to say, why are you working on it like that? Why are you yeah. working at e Why are you in e I want to say that so bad, man. e <laughs> Why are you using that damn e fit right now, man? Shit. e fit does not work. Yeah, it's trash, well. though. Trash. Hey, let's do a couple. I know we're going to talk about uh, me having a baby, right? Um, yeah. I'm gonna ask you a question real quick. Well, matter of fact, let, let me do this. I'm gonna play a little. I'm gonna play some. It's from the Joe. Hey, for the listeners, look, I'm about to play a clip. Right? It's from Joe Button podcast. It's him, Joe Button again. Add it again, man. Talk about the military, man. So, so it's Joe talk about some military stuff, right? I think after I'm a tr- if I save this comment, I'm gonna read it. Um, but it's Joe talking about some military stuff, and then he actually acts like military people to chime in. I'm going to play this off my phone so it might sound funny, but bear with me. Also, they use a word that we never use on this pod. 
it's an N-word. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to bleep it out, all of it, or not when you hear it, but just be advised that they're gonna use that word. All right, so I'm about to play it right now. Oh, so they talk about, let me add a little bit more context. They talking about um, if you had to move, like if you lost everything and you had to move, where would you go? So the question was like, would you go back with your family or would you go back with your friends? That was what the question was, if you lost everything. I'd rather go to the parents' crib than go to the friend crib. Me if too. If I have that option. If it, right. if it's, it's a double-edged sword double because option. I wouldn't really turn up. Why don't y'all go to the Navy? <laughs> <laughs> You like a Navy officer, you stupid nigga. <laughs> go, go take the ass man test, nigga. See, that's what's wrong with y'all niggas. That's what's wrong with y'all niggas. Y'all always crack jokes. Why don't y'all go to the military and get married in the first week? <laughs> get the cheap car insurance. That fix anything up. You did all that without the military, uh, nigga. The military. <laughs> Yo. Yo, how did this country talk niggas? They, did it, niggas though. was escaping. They did it, though. Nah, I ain't mad. Like, niggas I know that left the hood to go to the military. I'm not left mad. Oh, my life. At all, my nigga. brother went to the military. We the niggas in the same house. <laughs> my little sister went to the army and she's could, still in the army. Yeah, she like left, some niggas, yo, getting the fuck out of here. Like niggas go, go, go that to another state. Fuck you, the mom and dad. I go to the army yeah. and they have an ill house. They have yeah. ill shit. Yeah. 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 They, they get, get like the free. senior college dorm. No, they right? don't. Yo, no, they, they, no, they don't. don't, nigga. I don't know. They get a house. This house is on. They better get things. All the change. That's how they trap you. All the change at the register, nigga. That's how they trap you. What? They give you free housing. No, that's the or housing or, ain't free. Or it's discounted housing. It's discounted well, everything, I think. So a lot now, of people choose to live. Yo, the salary in don't the be military, good. Please just leave it in the comments. No, I, know, and, I know some and, people that live off base, though. No, 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 dis- off base. no disrespect to nobody. But it's military housing. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. It's she got her own crib, off base. On oh, Hawaii, okay. right? No, she's in Texas. Oh, yeah? All right. Oh, she getting that money, then. All right, so I'm going to stop it right there, right? So Joe, so Joe, so he said, if you were in the military, leave it in the comments, right? And I'm going to grab a comment. I'm going to grab a comment from somebody from this. So somebody said, hey, not too much on the military. I've been in the Air Force 15 years and I make 100K. We definitely don't live for free. LOL. We work hard for our pay. This is Air Force, dude. I don't know why he, I don't know why he said they work hard. Uh, which does include housing, right? And that was just a joke to the Air Force. Um, then somebody responded. Uh, he said, you get BAH for your housing, which is basically for free. It's free money they give you to live with. If you live in the dorms or on a ship, then you don't pay anything for housing. Most people in the military ain't making 100K on your pay stubs. Stop it. Most people are around 30K to 45K mark. So that was like one of the comments from that. So taking what you just heard from Joe and then taking the comments, What's your response and your thoughts? My response is Joe and his whole team think the military is a motherfucking joke. <laughs> that's what that's my first thing, man. They laugh it off like it's no like you know the, the words the, the, the language they was using, like that's how they trap you. Um and then I heard like the the laughter in the back where he was like, um, why would you do that? Who's doing that? That's crazy. Like, it's crazy to go in the military. That's how he was like, why would you, why would you go? Yeah. You know what I mean? Why would you leave? Like, that's kind of how, uh, what, that's what I took from that. Uh, what he was saying is like, you crazy here if you go in the military. That's what I took from it. Um, now, some of the comments they were saying, you know, 
um, about freeness and free. That's just them not being educated on a lot of on a lot of it either, though. They just talk. That's why he probably add for he wanted like people to come in on it to add more, you know, context to it. Um, now, from what the 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 in the comment section, um, I don't know. I mean, my my thing is though, man, is that people will be in different situations doing different things and. If you don't get, if you don't have, <laughs> if you don't like, like, oh man, it's crap. I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this, but All right, well, why sometimes you- it's where you, um, uh- what, what I'm getting at is like, some people have a plan on what they're going to do. Like, like Joe Budden, for example, right? Joe Budden probably been around hip hop all his life. He knew kind of what he was going to do <laughs> long time ago, probably when he was a little kid or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. He kind of like knew what was up. This is my direction. So I'm going, everybody don't have that. Yeah. Everybody don't have that talent either. You know what I mean? That, that Joe, but everybody don't have that platform. You know what I mean? So they have to look out and try to go in different directions and different options that's out there for them. But I don't like the fact that you down them people who with, with that option though. Right? Like you, you fucking shit on them people because they did this. Oh, they did that. Joe Button good at that shit. He will shit on your ass in a heartbeat, bro. Joe Button don't give a fuck. Yeah. For real. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, the, the money ain't, I mean, everybody already know it. I don't have to talk about the money wise, man. Everybody know we work way over our fucking budget. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, the hours we put in is way over what we, you know, what we do. Um, and I guarantee you this though, you can say what you want. Some of these civilians that's out there that's doing some of these jobs out here, I guarantee you a lot of military motherfuckers in, in senior position can run circles around them getting the job done. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guarantee you that. And, I, and that's a fact. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, that's kind of what I took from it. It's crazy, though, man. It's funny. It's funny, though. They, they funny. That that was like a funny clip to me, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? So, yeah. On how people view you, how people view us, the military. Yeah, how people yeah, view us, us in the military. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I think yeah. like things like these podcasts and stuff, I think they help. Um, but that's, you know, I think Joe Button and them represent uh, a, a, a certain demographic, you know, and that's how that demographic like views us like a hundred percent. Right. But um, I, I, I got a couple things about from, from the comments. Right. The first thing is this, yeah. Hey, like, Hey, for the service members, like when y'all go home and y'all like hanging out with y'all families, like let these people Talk to them just a little bit so they could be a little bit more informed on like what happens in the, in the military because these people don't know anything. It's a whole bunch of assumptions and thoughts and stuff like that. Another thing I'm going to say is this. BAH, it ain't too many people out there that BAH is covering the cost of their mortgage or rent. Like, like you're not living for free in the military. Like, you, like that's not yeah. what it is. I honestly think we're underpaid. Um, like grossly. That's with the BH. Yeah, grossly <laughs> underpaid. That $45,000 paycheck stub and stuff that the person talk about, that's that's kind of like true in a lot of cases. But then when you add the BAH and stuff like that, somebody could actually be seeing 100K or 90K, something like that. Yeah. Um. So the dude that said he'd been in 15 years and was seeing 100K, I believe it. I was seeing 100K at 15 years because I was stationed in Cali. Um, yeah. But... uh. Like a lot of that stuff is just misinformation. People don't really know, and I I know Joe don't nobody talk about, so I don't take half the you know half the shit Joe and I'm saying, um, serious anyway. And then I know Joe just be talking shit all the time, right? Um, yeah. especially about the military. 
and he got military listeners, so he probably just, you know just talk, just poking fun or whatever like that. But some of what they saying and the conspiracy theory stuff and stuff like that, uh, I mean, some of it it is it, it, rough. You know, it's 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 rough stuff. With the, if if you know, like, are your family members and stuff, they thinking like that. But we ain't out here living for free, bro. <laughs> like 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 this ain't what's happening. I wish that like nope. y'all I, if if y'all think that military members are being taken care of in that regard. I wish we were, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wish we were because some of us are working like, uh, and we talked about it with Dean, but some of us are working in fields that they could probably get paid a whole lot more for in the civilian world. You know what I'm saying? A now, lot more. now yeah. the opportunities that I did get as a kid from um, where I came from with no degree or nothing like that, the, op- the opportunities that I did get in the military, um, I'm grateful for. You know what I mean? I'm 100% grateful for those opportunities. And I, it was only one thing I wanted to do. You know what I mean? And if that didn't pan out, um, who knows what I would have been doing. So, you know, I, I, I am... And I talk to a lot of people in the military that are in that same predicament where they like like either had something, but they it wasn't time yet in their maturity level or even in a different predicament where they just didn't have anywhere to turn. You know, I had a dude who... Uh, who lost his job during COVID. Um, so he's an older guy who just joined, lost his job during COVID, you know? So it's a lot of reasons why people join the military. But on top of all of those reasons, I mean, at the end of the day, when we join the military, we serve in our country, you know, we protecting fucking um, civilians that sit cozy and, you know, live their life and all that stuff. So that's another thing too. So I think that should be respected on top of everything. And I know they always say no disrespect in, the, in their things and all that, but some of that shit be sounded crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? They make sure they keep saying it, no disrespect, but yeah, shit, some of that stuff shit, be sounding no, crazy, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, so, man, let's get, let's get to, like, what I want to really, I want, what we're really doing right now, man. Get to the like, crux of the we conversation. Know, the world know that you a brand new papa, you know, brand new dad. Yeah. You've been a couple weeks now in the game. Yeah. Um, what's what's your what's what's first take, bro? What's your first take? Um, first take is hey, shout out to Big Amari Amari Faith McCullough, born December eleventh at eleven forty seven, five point eight pounds, about eighteen inches. Right. So shout out to Amari who is either sleeping or eating right now. You know, um, one of the two things: she either sleeping or eating. That's what she gonna do yep. if she. Sleeping, she'll wake up crying because she wants to eat. You know what I mean? That's just her life and then the way it's going for her right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, the first thing is this the hospital, they leave you out to dry, man. You know, I want to give a shout out to the hospital, man. <laughs> Yo, y'all, y'all like, y'all let parents know their parents from day one. You know what I mean? So it was a C section. Um, Angeline got a C section um, because she had previous surgery there when she got the fibroids removed. If you listen to all the pod and stuff, you already know that stuff. So I'm not giving up no crazy information. So, but she had to get a C-section. So they didn't want her to go 40 weeks. So this was week 37. She had to get a C-section. And that experience was um, unique. It was a lot of miscommunication in the morning uh, during during that. Um, I didn't see it from the point of view that I thought I was going to see it from. I was with her. So I was at her head behind a curtain. Eventually they brought the baby over um, and stuff like that. But um, 
and then after you have the kid, man, you kind of on your own at the hospital. Like I, she was so she so mm. since she had a C section. The reason why I brought up her having a C section and stuff like that, since she had it, so we got there on Monday, we left on Thursday. Since she had a C section, it's more time um, to her being there and stuff like that. Now on top of this, um, the attention that was being given to a, a person, it was given to her. The attention was given to Angeline. Like she, her health was the concern as the baby came out, good to go, healthy, stuff like that. So Angeline's health was the concern. That's what the doctors were. You know, I'm sitting there like, yo, anybody going to give us this how-to guy? <laughs> and there ain't no how-to guy. Like they, you are your own, you know, they all, yeah, eventually yeah. you're going to wash the baby. And then when we did watch the baby, she like, oh yeah, surprise. We're not washing the baby you are. We just going to sit here while you watch the baby and tell you, you know, so it's like, okay, damn, you kind of on your own. She like, you want to change the first diaper? I'm like, okay, I'll change the diaper. You know, so the umbilical cord uh, thing, uh, you know, I did that. I cut that. That was a cool moment. Um, it was one thing. It was like, I kind of, man, it's so much, you know, so much happens and you, th- oh, my baby, her her, her glucose, her glucose uh, levels were down for a little bit. Um, and they so they kept having a prick her foot, prick her foot, prick her foot. Take you know they take her blood, um, and like I just felt so bad for her. Eventually, she didn't. She kind of built herself up to like be like, all right, look, I'm not gonna cry no more. Y'all just keep pricking my foot. Yeah. Now one time though at the night, so what? Like one time after they said they were done pricking her foot, a nurse came in at night, in the dark, bro, and was and pricked her foot again. You know what I mean? At one time when they said they were done and I'm looking at the nurse, I'm trying to like, I'm seeing what she don't, she don't know I'm up, I'm seeing her. I'm like paying attention to her. Man, my wife, man, she jumped into like lioness mode eventually and was like trying to figure out what the hell this nurse was, Angeline, like from the hospital bed. I'm on a couch, Angeline on a hospital bed. I'm just watching the lady. I'm trying to see what's going on. Angeline woke up and she sprung into like lioness mode, like pretty much like what you doing to my baby. Like, you know, and it, mm-hmm. and they, you know, because all we knew was they wasn't going to prick her feet anymore. And then we found out that the nurse said that it was a judgment call. She wanted to check. And, and the level was low for the baby. Um, so it was things that, you know, we had to do, but it was just a crazy moment because we didn't crazy expect that to happen too. again. Yeah. You coming in in the yeah. dark of the night and all that was crazy. Um, so I did see my wife jump into like protect mode and I ain't really never see her in that mode. And she, that was emotional for her, like, cause it's her baby and stuff happening. Like she didn't, after that, she just didn't trust that lady, um, period. Like she just wouldn't believe nothing that lady said. They had to get other people. The lady wound up coming and apologizing because she did give us, well, she didn't give us a piece of info and stuff like that. So um, somebody talked to him, my wife. They told her just go with her gut when she do have those kind of feelings. But outside of that, right, that's something that I'll probably talk to her about at some time or whatever. That's a big moment for her. Um, for me, man, so I said all the, I said the other stuff too because it's like this. So we leave the hospital on Thursday, right? So we go right back to the hospital on Friday, bro. So Angeline had to go back to the hospital, bro. Um, she, she, you know, she, she was in the hospital from Friday to Thursday. Um, from Friday, mm. to, yeah, from Friday to thir- from Monday to Thursday, almost so, a full week. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so she was in the hospital. We were in the hospital with the baby from Monday to Thursday, and then she was in the hospital yeah. again from Monday to Thursday, bro, for some other mm. some other reasons. Now, I will say this, like, real quick. I told my job, <laughs> I told my job that, you know, my wife was going to be a unique situation health-wise. And because I was trying to get more time than three weeks. And I, 
Yeah. The reason being because I knew what was going to happen. You know what I mean? So we had some yeah. conversations and stuff like that. But um, and and what came out of those conversations was her mom was going to come here and be here for the time that um, the time that I was gone. You know. So her mom was supposed to leave this week. She was supposed to leave yesterday, but since my wife was in the hospital until Thursday, she just said, "Hey, I'm staying." Like what I look like leaving, and she just came home. Yeah. So her mom, her mom helped us out a whole lot. You know. So I love her mom. So her mom is the most helpful, genuine person I know. I don't think like normally people say this, and it's like they just talking about because the person they know. I don't think it's anybody that's more helpful than my wife's mom in the world. Like you could bring me that person and we could have a helpful competition. Like, <laughs> you know, but she's super humble. She like just everything like helpful, bro. Like super helpful. Like she does everything, bro. Like it's crazy how she does everything. So, um, so she was helping out with the baby. So me and her were on like a little, um, schedule with the baby. Um, when Angeline was in the hospital, I actually, you know, it, it, it's hard, man. Like I haven't even given my emotions yet because all of this stuff gives into what my emotions are and my thoughts. Like um, I, I, when I, I like when I got to my ship, I knew I was going to have a baby. So I knew I was going to be having this time to like build with my wife and do some stuff and stuff like that. Um, so it was times I probably could have took more leave that I didn't take because it's like, hey, I'm going to be with her throughout the days with the baby and stuff like that. So I'm a chill. Yeah. Um, I didn't know she was going to be in a hospital. Like, so, you know, the leave is 21 days. She was in the hospital for eight of those days. You know what I mean? Uh, outside of the uh, four days that I was there with her, but for four other days when she is, you know, by herself. So I actually kind of missed her just being in a house, like us vibing and laughing and stuff like that. And that's four vital days that she get to build with our daughter. You know what I mean? And that's what yeah. three days after she have uh, our daughter, Amari. So, um, so that was, that was kind of rough, man. Like, just like, cause when we went, they like, it could be 24 hours. Then it was 48. Then it was a whole nother day. Like she was in the hospital like long, man. So, and I'll be going up to visit her and stuff like that. So when I go up to visit, to visit her, her mom hold it down for us here. Right. So her mom been holding it down a whole lot, man. Like as far as everything, um, getting on a bottle schedule and stuff like that. Originally it was going to be straight breastfeed, but we realized the formula helps with the glucose. So, you know, that's a whole nother yeah. part. Um, yeah, yeah. So just above everything, man, this is what I'll say. I haven't had the time to have a moment of, uh, so basically if you, if, if somebody kind of hear me, right. Uh, baby do like, like diaper dad and all of that stuff. I've been that, like, I've been doing all that, like the formula stuff, the diapers changing, like, Angeline can't really lift her to be changing her and stuff like that because she's recovering from this surgery. So a lot of that stuff yeah. is me, um, and, you know, stuff like that. And and she's doing the best she can do, at, like physically as a mom. And I, she, it's, I know that she felt bad at one time that it was things she couldn't do. Like she felt bad, man. And that, you know, and now coming from the hospital again, it's like, yo, you really got to chill. You can't even be trying to do all this. Just chill, you know, keep your blood pressure Relax. down, stuff yeah. like that. And it's like, all right, I got it, you know, so her mom here helping. And if her mom wasn't here, I really don't know what I would do. You know what I mean? Like, I, like it, 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 you know, so a lot of, I think a lot of guys, I know a lot of guys, I probably, I know for sure I probably changed more diapers in 12 days <laughs> than a lot of dudes did in a half year, bro. I know, you know, I know that, yeah. you know what I mean? Rock the baby to sleep. A lot of dudes just, you know, that's the, like roles that they just don't kind of take on. So I've had to take on a whole lot of those uh, roles in the beginning. So I'll say this. 
my duties as a father have um, trumped my emotions uh, from birth. You know what I mean? Because from the moment I having a kid, um, it was uh, like mo, like like let's it was go mode for me to like do this, do this, yeah. take care of this and that. Somebody else might look at me and see the expression on my face when I look at my baby and stuff like that, and know like, damn, like he really do love and care about her and stuff like that. Um, and he is uh he is emotional about it. But it, for me, an emotion is a weird thing anyway, as far as me being emotional yeah. and excited and stuff like that. Because people yeah. was telling me I was going to cry. I ain't crying. And I was like, hey, man, this happened. It was, a, And I thought I would cry too, I, honestly, because of everything we've been through. And one day I might look back and like really cry. Like I, I, I cry yeah. like when I reminisce about things, when I think about the journey. So one day I might look back and really shed some tears. But from the moment, like, they taught me how to do the swaddle, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like they taught me how to do the swaddle because she was she got a C-section. So she was still in her room after getting a C-section. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. me learning how to do, like she didn't get the engagement from the nurse on how to do the swaddle. So if she got to learn the swaddle, if she didn't know already, it's going to be from me or YouTube or like something else, right? So they taught me how to do the swaddle. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to say right now I'm I'm swaddled king in the crib. You know, ain't nobody swaddling <laughs> better than me. You know what I mean? Let's go. So they, they taught me how to do the swaddle. <laughs> she taught me, you know, so it was some like hand hand on training that I got about things that got to do with it. But then I, I didn't even know what the fuck a swaddle was. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So, so it, it, man, it's amazing, bro, to look down. You know, the, I think the, the thing about it, and I'm going on for a little bit because it's a big moment and I'm trying to get it real clear for the listeners. But I think yeah. the thing about it that's the most surreal thing is that like I'm looking at like my face, bro. Like when I'm looking at my baby, like I'm looking at my own face. Your features you know? and like, shit, yeah. You know, facial expression. And I know it's like developmental phases of the baby. So it's things that that's just really just not happening yet because of her age and stuff like that. But I'm looking at things and I'm I'm placing like, Thoughts on things that like is probably not there yet because of her developmental phase, but it might be like she might be. I think everybody think they baby advanced and all that, but she might be a little advanced. You know who knows? But I'm looking at her and I'm like seeing myself, bro. I'm like, yo, this is like a little me. Like I know that face. You know, I've made that face. You know, so it, it, it's stuff like that happening too. She's coming along great, man. Um, she's uh, she's eating great. Um, she she doing her best with uh, burping and you know we got the top of the line bottles and she you know we got all like the top of the line shit man so she 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 like the bottles are good I I don't know none of this stuff the bottles good for her burping and her you know all that stuff um, so she doing great with all of that um, she her weight is coming back we, we we went to our first baby appointment I really love the doctor her, her weight is coming back. Um, really good. We got the Duna stroller. That's supposed to be a big deal. So um, that's helping us out a lot. It's a stroller, a car seat. It kind of does both things. All in one, right? Yeah, you yeah. just push two fucking buttons. It's a car seat. It's a stroller. Um, so that's cool. Um, she she doing real good, man. She don't like to be cold and she just want to eat. She just want to sleep and stuff like that, man. You know what I mean? So it, 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 it's a great feeling. I just feel like, you know, her dad is. I'm. I'm gonna be me, and she's gonna understand who I am as 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 a man. Um, and you know, it's already starting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's already kind of starting. Now, what I do want to talk about before you go, uh, Damon, is yeah. Saint. I want to talk about how we integrated Saint. You know, with the mm. baby. Um, 
you know, because we had to bring him in and figure out how this happened. Saint is more of an energetic dog than some other dogs, right? Um, he did good at your house with y'all dogs, you know, when he was really, yeah. really small and young. He a little older now, you know, he think he the man. When he go to the dog daycare, he think he the man. He, he like a little bully at that place. The tail stuff. popped up. Yeah, you he know think what he mean? the dude in there, right? <laughs> so um, we like, all right, this been his, you know, thing forever. So how do we do this? So I brought in, I brought in one of her blankets, let him smell it. He did good too. He didn't bite it. He he like he liked the bite blankets and stuff. He didn't bite it or not. He just smelled it. And then we brought her in. Um, we actually had a little, like a, a little tiff out there. Me, me and Angelina about how we wanted to bring her in along with all our stuff. We had a little, little back and forth. Bob opened the door and saw us having a back and forth. Man. I was embarrassed, man. Like we don't really have back and forths that much, but we had one. Like, you know, so we bring, so we brought the baby in and um, Saint, you know, he doing his thing, trying to like, you know, sniff her. Sniffing, yeah. I think Angelina was so, she was so worried. She was worried about him being excited. You know, and I'm like, yo, we got like, just like, you got to relax, like play it out. Like, you know, so I think by the next morning when I came out there with her, so I started like at seven in the morning when she wake up, I'll bring her out with Saint. Um, Cause he not allowed to go in our room. He peed on our bed one day, so he can't go in our room. But we made, we started making an exception for him cause he couldn't help himself. Like he wanted to be wherever she was at. So as soon as we took her to the room, he follow us in the room. Cause that's where the changing table is and stuff like that. Um, so by like day two, bro. So day one, he was like shaking the bassinet, scratching it, like trying to get, see what's going on and, you know, mm-hmm. doing certain stuff, like very hyped up. But by day, by day two, bro, he settled in, bro. He don't even cry when she cry. He do come to where she is though. And look at us like, like, yo, y'all better, you know, y'all better get it right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like yeah. he's Take like her, him. he like her security already, bro. Like he is her security mm-hmm. detail. Like, if she if she crying, he on it. Where she go, he goes. He's following mm-hmm. her, bro. Already, she getting carried away where man. she go. He following her. He making sure, but he not too crazy. Like it's limit. He understands that it's limitations to that. Like you're not about to be attacking us to protect her dog. Like yeah. get back, get back, do your thing. And he's doing great, bro. He's doing really good. He had to sniffer. That's good, man. He had to sniffer. I was watching something where the lady said, you got to let the dog, you know, sniff your baby. And she was saying like licking the baby is a part of sniffing for dogs or whatever. She was like, so if mm-hmm. you get a little lick, don't feel too bad at where, you know, wash her off, whatever. But, um, and now he been like stealing her bibs, bro. And like sleeping with them, like some crazed maniac, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, like some crazed stalker, bro. But he don't bite him. He don't cut him up. He just yeah, sleep with him. Just got him, right? Yeah. So Smelling I, her. I gave him some snacks. I did the snack reinforcement. So I gave him some snacks. I gave him some stuff. He's doing great, bro. So, uh, Saints doing great. And Amari is doing, Amari is doing great, man. She's, man. Like it's it's a great everybody be trying to FaceTime and all that, man. It's, it's not the time right now for all that, man. But she yeah. is doing she is doing really, really good, bro. You know what I mean? That's Did great. That answer? Man. Did that's that great answer? to hear. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely, man. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. Um, um, I'm very, 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 very happy for you guys, man. Like, you know, I know you I know you guys' story. I know <laughs> probably a lot more than a lot of people know, man. And then I'm very like happy. You know what I mean? For you guys, man, like on some genuine shit. Um, I, I tell you this, man. Um, you're right. You, you are experiencing a little bit. Your experience is a little bit different 
yeah. um, than a, than a lot of people because you got to hold it down right now. Um, but I, I wanted to share my experience, man, of when I had my first kid, and I was, you know, I was down there, and it was, bro, like I almost like passed out, bro, down there, <laughs> man. I was, I was right there. I was at the end. Oh yeah, yeah, man. And you know what hit me? And, and I'm not an emotional guy. I said this. I don't know how many times on the podcast. I'm not a real emotional. I'm emotional, but I don't show that. You know what I mean? Like you ain't gonna see me crying. You ain't gonna see me doing all that stuff. But I do sometimes sit and think. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, like, and my 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 thought process with the baby thing, man, with me was like, like, what we created together. Mm-hmm. That was my thoughts. So this this little person is coming out. My wife, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we did that type. We did that. You know what I mean? And then you write. You start paying attention. You start seeing. You know, different things that's happening, like who who she who she or he, you know, looks like. And you start looking at all this stuff and and things like that, man. And then you have little conversations um, about it when you're in the hospital. And at the hospital, man, I ain't gonna lie. It was a little bit different for me because they was the the baby was like right there. It, it They didn't it didn't leave the room. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, the baby, the baby there. Yeah, the baby there. Yeah. They leave the room. Um, but you're you're right on, man. It's like. Time that baby come out, you own that. That's it. <laughs> yeah, you on your own, right? man. <laughs> that's it, man. Like they come out of there. Time that baby start crying. That's it, yeah, man. They put it on the mom chest baby. for a few minutes, get it cleaned <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. That, that I think the only time they don't even take. I don't remember them taking out the room to get it cleaned up. Nah. I think they clean it up like right there. Yeah. Yep. Put in the little thing, and and that was it, man. Like it, it was on from it was on from there, man. But I um Ella Ella did phenomenal too, though, man. When it comes to like. The whole thing. The only thing I remember that was crazy for Ella was, man, was um, she wanted that shot, bro. That epidural oh, shot. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, <laughs> she wanted that shot. Other than that, man, like, uh, it, it, it was good. Man. It was a good experience. I cut the cord. I, I, you know, the experience with the with, with cutting the uh, umbilical cord was how, how freaking tough that shit was. You know, people don't understand oh, yeah, that, that yeah, shit. Yeah, ain't like, that shit was like, tough a little bit. It was like that sausage, yeah, man. man. It was That's the morning sausage. <laughs> yeah, man. It was, it was a little tough, man. But um, like I said before, man, and I and and I know Tish not here, but I'm, I know she'll be saying the same thing, man. Congratulations, man. It's a good deal. And I wish Tish so we could hear her experience, man, because she have a different yeah, she on the other side, side of the experience, yeah. a different experience for us. So we'll talk to her a little bit later. Um, but I know how big it is now. Now my all my kids are older now. You know what I mean? And now you you think back and you look back, man, these kids was like your babies. Yeah. And now they running around here and I got to tell them, did you just curse then? Mm. Watch your mouth. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they grown now, man. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy, man. And I got one left, man, sophomore. So I'm about done, done man. And I, uh, me and Ella be talking now, man, how we going to maneuver and how we going to be working. I don't know if it's going to be a lot of FaceTiming when, when she's getting ready or how we going to visit. We, we trying to work those angles out. We talk, we actually having conversations, you know what I mean? About all that stuff, man. So, um, yeah, looking man. forward to that and how that works out. Yeah. I can't wait, man. We can't wait to she, she get to see y'all, man. I, I think I'm going to do like an audio journal for her where I talk, where I have like conversations with her every, I don't know how often I'm going to do it. And I don't think I'm going to give them to her until yeah. she turned old enough, till she turned like 18. I think I'm, a, you know, but it's funny because, you know, the time she turned, by the time she turned like 18, it would have been like, she'd have been mad at me, hated me. 
I'm the yeah. worst person in the oh, world. Oh man, she gonna see all that. That's good, man. I but, like uh, that. So I'm thinking, but I like if, that idea. Yeah, but if I start now, she hear how much you know how much our dad loved her and how much you know he cared and how happy he is for her to be here. Yeah. When she thinking about the times I told her she couldn't like, like do something or something like that, you know what I mean? And I don't believe that much in policing anybody, but it's, it's going to be a day where I'd be like, yo, you can't. No, oh yeah, you, no, most definitely. You can't. Do most that. definitely. You can't, you can't wear that. No, nah. <laughs> like, we ain't doing like, that. Yo, your we, dad we is liberal, that. but you can't yeah. wear that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love you. Um, <laughs> I love you, but we ain't doing that. <laughs> we, we ain't doing that right now. Hey, so I forgot I to you. talk about this. So off, it was supposed to come off that Joe Button topic, but so earn your leisure, right? You familiar with earn your leisure? At all. So it's like a little, it's a network podcast, um, African-American guys. They do a lot of financial uh, man, uh, management, wealth building, stuff like that, right? So they posted a post, right? And now we just talk about this post. We could, we could not talk too much about it. We could whatever, because I didn't listen to the episode, but it says Navy Federal, the, the nation's largest credit union rejected more than half its black home loan applicants. It says in 2022, oh, and we this this is race related for the listeners. Uh, Navy Federal Credit Union, primarily serving military personnel, showed the most significant racial disparity in mortgage approvals among major U.S. lenders, with a 29 percent point gap favoring white applicants over black applicants, even among those with comparable financial backgrounds. Mm. Right. Um, you got your loan through Navy Federal? No. Oh, me either. No, I, I didn't even, actually, man, I didn't even, like, try Navy Federal. Oh, you ain't even tried? Like, mm-hmm. I tried Navy Federal um, twice. Uh, the first time, I, I probably shouldn't have. It didn't. I think the second time, I got a better deal out of uh, who I went with, Veteran, uh, yeah. Veterans United or whatever. So, my, this is crazy, man. Like, like, um... It's a crazy thing because of the fact of how many people like has Navy Federal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like most of, if you start talking to anybody, a lot of people either had or with Navy Federal right now. If you in the Navy, like most, most, a lot of people anyway, use them as a banking, as their banking. Uh, uh-huh. And I didn't had it for so long. I didn't forgot who I had before them. It's been so long. I mean, since I had, but to see this article, man, um, almost make me want to do research. You know what I mean? Own them, yeah. Because we actually guys was talking about this in the office. You know what I mean? And they and and, and the whole thing about it is, man, why people don't talk about stuff like this too long? Because race is always one of those conversations that people try to, you know, you know, clear. They try to stand clear of, yeah. right? They don't want to talk about it because they get into that. Get it get very very awkward real quick uh, when you start trying to talk about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think it's a conversation that needs to be had. I. I'm going to actually like look into it because I, I saw, I think it was last week or whatever. I did see this article, but I didn't read into it. Um, but I would, I would love to see more facts about it though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like no shit. Look at the numbers. Like you, you had some numbers. I didn't know those numbers either though. Yeah. You know what I mean? With comparable, comparable numbers, credit scores yeah. and shit, like with comparable financials yeah. and all that stuff. That's, that's crazy though. That's crazy to me. Yeah. You know I me. Mean? But uh um, yeah, it's something I want to yeah. talk to Tisha about. Hey, for the listeners though, if y'all got any experience or y'all got stories, uh let us know. Cause we I mean, we not I guess that smart on it. I do know that I didn't get my I know I didn't get my loan from Navy Fed. <laughs> like I, I know yeah. that. And I was going in with like a I think at that time I had like a eight thirty something credit score. That was it was a crazy credit score. 
Um, because I was you com- didn't get it? coming off the COVID. Nah, it wasn't the best loan. It was better. It was a better loan. Oh, just win the best loan. Well, yeah, gotcha, it was gotcha, a better gotcha. loan would be you. Um, but uh, who knows? You know what I'm saying? Who knows? But we would love to know. I'm not gonna say that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say I wouldn't believe it. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna say that at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it, 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 there are disparities. Uh throughout different racial circumstances. Like, I'm not going to act like that's fucking false. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We get on, like, like we, we pretty much stay middle of the uh, path for the most part on this pod, but we, we ain't going to act like... <laughs> yeah, we, we ain't going to act like it ain't. It don't like happen. Black nah. people don't get turned nah. down for shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's still happening. It's about, it's about <laughs> get crazy now. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into a couple of news stories before we get up out of here. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't gotta do. You gotta do better, man. Like I see, like end of the year, do better. You have. You got one. I, if we are, if we do have one, I do have one. Um, you, you, you got one. <laughs> that, that's El Creed. Well, <laughs> I, I really don't have a like a do better, man. My my, I, I don't have one, but I wanted to say this that that my do better is kind of on me to on kind of on me to end the year with, man. I feel like I have to do the small things better, man. You know uh-huh. what I mean? When I say the small things, like the little, the little things that happens around the house and the little things like, you know, <laughs> when I say the little, like, like when you go to a big scheme of things, like when it comes from Navy and leading people and all that stuff, I think I'm pretty decent at, yeah. right? But sometimes the small things may be like, oh, I'm, man, shit, I fucking forgot about that. Yeah. Well, I forgot about this. So my goal this year to end the year, man, is going my do better is gonna be on me to do a lot of the small things a little bit better, man. Yeah. So here go, so. here go mine. Um, stop and like we just kind of did it. Um, but we also said we ain't gonna talk too much about it. Stop drawing conclusions based off of headlines. Stop drawing conclusions without context, based off memes. Like do fucking research with memes. Um, do if you hear a clip of a podcast or, or, or something like that, it's probably <laughs> edited. You know, listen to the, like, if you have an, if you really want to have an opinion, grab the full context before you start voicing your opinion because you could be completely off on how you feel. And a lot of y'all's opinions don't be y'all's opinions. It'd be your opinion about the person that's making the opinion. Like, isn't you're not even given like an opinion now. You like, you know, it, it's not even like flattened out like that. You know what I mean? Uh, level headed. Um, another thing, y'all be y'all be jumping out the window with that. And I'm pretty much talking about social media, bro. I'm talking about social media. Um, we got to do better with social media, man. Like, period. Like, we need some type of balance with like real life, like actual reality, and like this social media world that people exist in. Like, I was talking to m- my wife about um, something. Uh, I don't want to get too deep about it. I, I, I don't want to get too deep about it. It got to do with politics. But I was asking her about like, when do, like, what years do she feel like her life was like better? Like, what years was her life beneficial as far as monetary and stuff like that? You know, you'd be surprised when she said it, like the time she said it. I'm not surprised because I know when I, I, I got more money in the, re- in the last decade. I know when my money was up, when my life was a little better. I know when that happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, it was like, if you let social media tell the story, it told it a little different. Or if you let mainstream media tell the story, it tells us, it tells it a little different. That got to do with race relations. That got to do with every single thing. And we shouldn't have to walk on fucking... And I think media does it. 
to us. But it's like you got to walk on eggshells now and have any conversation. Like, I don't even think you could say the word suicide on TikTok. You know, I'm looking at some titles like where TikTok kind of shadow bans certain titles. Like, like if you put shotgun in there, you know, I'm like, yo, chief get shotgun. I'm looking at like that TikTok don't gravitate toward that, those words. Um, and it ain't just TikTok. It's everywhere, bro. All media, social media, yeah. all of that. It's like people got to, you got to censor yourself, you know? And I think, man, if we lose like free speech and free opinion, bro, like what do we have, bro? If we can't have honest conversations, you know what I mean? If I can't even have a thought, right? And that, and that kind of stem back to the Beyonce thing too. But if I can't even have a singular thought, like our challenge and opinion without somebody saying, I hate women, which is completely unbased, unfounded based off what we're talking about, what direction are we going in, bro? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and all of this stuff is just driven off this fake world that we create within social media. It's not even the real world, bro. You know, it's just it's this hive mentality, this groupthink thing, and everybody want to say the same thing or, or or make sure that they doing the right thing. And you see, the, and that's why people get exposed when you see the behind the scenes and you see the off camera. You see these judges really saying how they feel somewhere, you know, and they getting fired because that because of that real opinion. But like, so yeah. I I I think that we going further and further down a path of people censoring their self in reality, bro. Comedians can't even do the comedian thing the same anymore. Like everything is just, you know, and it's it's like the social media police, bro. And it might be more than that, but I like, so in, in my opinion, I wanted to say, uh, I want that to do better. Like I want us to be able to like peacefully disagree with each other again, you know, to have debates, not, not personal arguments, you know, stuff like that. Like this, these, the kind of yeah. things, like I want to be able to say, I don't like a uh, Doja cat and not get a death threat. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. want to be able to like, say, like, yeah, you know, and I do like Doja cat for people who's listening, <laughs> but like, I, like things like that. Like I, you know, it, it's, we going in a weird world. And I think the less people get the less social, like personally, like out, like I could touch and feel you that people are, I think the worst we get when it comes to these human interactions where people making death threats because you don't like the football team they like. Yeah. You know? I'm with you. 100%, man. Um, personal attacks. You know what I mean? That's, that's the biggest thing for me, man. Like, like you can't have an opinion unless you got it. Like your opinion now has defined who you are. Yeah, as yep. a as a man or a woman, because you had an opinion on something, um, and it get voiced in a way that is that make you look like crap, make you look like shit because you you had a opinion. Mm-hmm. So I get where you coming from, and a lot of times, and I'm a I'm a penis on us a little bit, and and and, and you have said this before too, um, is that this is a clip of what we are saying to make you look at this clip and say, shit, I need to watch the full video. Mm-hmm. That's the, <laughs> that is why Dumbo makes these clips world. If you guys did not know, he grabbed clips from our episodes yeah. and he put them out. So you can be like, Oh shit, that could be a good conversation. Let me listen to the rest of it. Yeah. Right. That's kind of the point. 
A lot of people do them. A lot of people make trailers for movies to bring the audience in and say, shit, this looked like a good movie. I can't wait till it come out so I can go to the theater and watch it. Yeah. Unless it's Rebel right? Moon. That's, <laughs> Unless it's Rebel Moon, man. <laughs> Unless it's Rebel Moon. Don't watch it. But that's, that's <laughs> why we do, that's why we do this stuff. Um, so, um, I'm with Dumb, but Dumbo got a, he making a great point, man. You guys gotta, gotta agree, man. People's opinions now, uh, defines them now would do that mean that we got to watch it we say more we have no choice now <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean we have no choice but to watch what we say because if we say something out of line people going to take it a whole nother direction instead of having either a conversation about it or watch everything about it get your facts yeah. straight before you no one getting their facts straight before they go in on just somebody jumping, or troll the them window, or do whatever bro. we just we see something oh shit boom and you're right. You said it perfectly. You said headline. You just see a fucking headline and that's it. That's all room, I need bro. to go on. Yeah. That's it. That's all I need. But yeah, good point, man. I, I like it. I like it. I like it. I, I want to shout out real quick. I want to shout out one of our listeners who said he took he he took uh, our last episode of Oh, By The Way and played it. I, I was a little like little kind of... Um, you know, felt funny about it because my, my audio was messed up in that episode. But he played it for his division, bro. You know, he just played it. That's something that I always thought about. Like, like, yo. Oh, like, shit. You know, people talk about it. Like, yo, people. He sat with his division, played the episode of Oh, By The Way, and they had a really good conversation based off of it. You know, the only thing that I wish could happen is that people could document these conversations. Like, like video, your conversation. Like, like oh, let's shit, talk, especially be- that episode. Like for the people that like just see oh by the way and like just be like, yo, it don't say permission to speak freely episode, whatever. So I'm not listening to it. Like you should probably listen to our oh by the ways. Like like they they yeah. they, they yeah. like they, it's because just they like, normally some good shit. Look look. So for you listen to the whole and demo, you can you can uh, correct me um, if I'm wrong on this. The oh by the ways was meant for when something comes out. And it's kind of crazy or something. And we say, oh shit, we got to go in on this one right now. We can't wait. We can't do this. Yeah. That was, the, I think, our whole point of making these oh, by the ways. We didn't want to wait, you yeah. know what I mean, until the next episode come out on this day. We want to jump in and make sure we talked about it. And so when you see oh, by the ways, it's probably something that's either just came out or it's something that we really, really want to talk about or, you know, things like that. So, most definitely, like Demo said, if you see an old by the way, hey, jump on it, man. It could probably be, you know, something that's that's going on and and we talking about that's that's some good shit. Yeah, so, yo, it's just it's no structure. It's no it's no um yeah. do better. It's no topics. It's just us talking a couple talking points. That's what the old by the way is. It's still us though. It's us talking yeah. a couple talking points. So if that's what you kind of tune, if you tune in for like the do better or the hero of the week, then um like we ain't done a hero of the week in a while. Uh, but if you you know, if you tune in for like the more just kind of back and forth talk, that's what you get from Oh By The Way without the precursors, without the intros, without the disclaimers, none of that. We did do a hero and we did do a movie review, but my audio was bad and I didn't want to put out the bad uh, movie review and the bad hero along with that Oh By The Way. But we felt like the Oh By The Way on Liberty, though, we felt like that was a super important conversation. So if you didn't 
double back. Circle the block. Go check out that. Uh, oh, by the way, on Liberty is definitely, uh, I think, something that everybody should uh, listen to and give their opinions about. All right, let's get into a couple of these news stories, Damon, real quick before we get up yeah. out of here, man. Um, this one, it says, Calvary soldiers at Fort Carson can't see doctors in the early morning under new rules. And I'm going to read some of this to give it the context that it's supposed to have. As this, this article is doing at military.com is doing that whole um, thing where like I got to sign up for it. But it basically says uh, the army officer at Fort Carson this week issued a new set of policies to his uh, formation, effectively banning soldiers from seeking mental health care, which was recanted later. They could go to mental health care at 730. Um uh, dental treatment and legal counsel in the early morning hours to cement time for exercising, according to a, co- a, a copy of a memo. Um, so it says soldiers are not authorized to schedule appointments before nine. Lieutenant Colonel Andrew Boyd, commander of 4th Squadron, 10th Cavalry Regiment, 4th Inf- Infantry Division. They got some long damn um, commands, yeah. man, the Army, bro. But it says this restriction applies to medical, dental, behavioral health, and other types of appointments. Um, it came back that they can see mental health at 7.30 and stuff like that. Pretty much, it's like this. Since the Army not letting me see this whole... Since Military.com not letting me see this whole article because they want me to be a member, and I'm not about to do that right now. To sum it up, it's like this. He's saying that he want his sellers to be fit, like in shape, to work out, uh, physically ready to fight and uh, stuff like that. So you can't schedule appointments before 09. That's the time for physical fitness. That's the mandatory physical fitness time. That's pretty much the whole concept behind it. Now, like I said, some things from the article were updated. So they recanted the mental health portion. They could go and do mental health uh, starting at 730. They could check in for mental health. What's your thoughts on a leader making mandatory hours for physical training, um, which means you can't schedule certain appointments, whether that be medical, dental, um, and stuff like that during this mandatory time. What's your thoughts on that? Well, my thought is I have no problem with them setting hours for physical activity. I got a problem with everything else, though. Right. If some if something is wrong with anybody, I don't care if it's mental health, I don't care if it's medical, I don't care if it's dental, they should have the time to go there doing that. You can have that time still. Yeah. You still can have your your physical training from six thirty or whatever, but if something is wrong, they can go to medical. Yeah. I don't care what it is. Hey. Right? Yeah. And, they, go ahead. Real quick. The article, because I, like I said, I can't open the article, but you made me remember uh-huh. something. So that's the only reason I'm stepping in. The article did say if it's major and important. They could route yeah. up a request and they could be approved. Then the article did okay. say that approval process is kind of hard, but it said that if they had to do something, it could be approved. I just want to give him the proper, okay, um, you yeah, know, yeah. context. Yeah, yeah, and and like I said, I have no problem with them setting times and stuff for PT for working out and stuff. I have no issues with that. But I, but like in the beginning, you said when they recanted, like when that first came out, if they was talking about the fact that they you know, sound like the media was like, they think they got more people just making shit up. So now we're going to come out with this article. We're going to come out with this new policy. So, hey, ain't nobody doing this. But then that's the quick way to get your ass fired, if that's the case, right? So now I can know why you recant, why you open it up everybody now and say, hey, you know, 
You can do go to medical. You can go to mental nah, health. You can editor, go to this place. The editor of the article um, recanted. They got more information. After they put yeah. the publication, because the publication initially came out saying that they can't go to behavioral okay. health or nothing. Yeah. And then the editor yeah. came back and re-edited the article because the people got said, you. no, they could go to behavioral health at 730. Yeah. That's good, then. That's good for the editor to go out and do that because the way it sounded in the beginning, it's going to be real crazy. So, and, and I, I can't see a leader in 2023 saying, hey, we, we, you can't go to none of these places. You go to PT. I can't see that happening. So, yeah, got it. I mean, yeah, I don't well, care about the, the times and hours, man, yeah. like from 630 to 9 or whatever. That's giving them, they want a PT. Shit, do we you do think stuff more like that. We should, make up. You, yeah, you think more people should do that? Like, hey, you can't just schedule medical appointments. That's what it sounds like he's saying. Like, you can't, I don't yeah. know. But it sounds like he's saying like, yo, you can't schedule. You can't have a planned medical appointment before PT. Ooh. Yeah. I think that's what it sounds like he's saying. Like, yo, you can't. Like, this is like, hey, yo, we going to do PT before nine. You got people. It, it, it's one of those things that seem like it's like a catch-all kind of thing. Like, it's going to be some people with good intentions and some people with, I'm trying to get yeah. out of PT intentions. So he pretty much saying like, no, nah, you can't do none of this before PT, but before PT is over. Yeah. But if you do, um, this, the protocol to do it, it's hard, it's hard to do it if you really had to do it. Yeah. So I don't know what you think. You think it's yeah. a good idea? No, okay. Me? I got it now. I'm, I'm tracking. I, I, I don't know if I got a problem with it. I think what they, what he's saying is he's saying, I don't, during these hours, is meant for physical activity. So now since you know it's from 6.30 to 9, how about set your appointment at 10? Yeah. If you can schedule it at 10. You know what I mean? I think if that's what if that's the angle we're going, I'm kind of okay with it. It's like it's like saying that I got training for the day, right? And it's from it's from from 9 30 to, to 11, right? You know it's training during that time. So if you got to set an appointment, try your best to set it outside of these hours. If you can't set it outside these hours, whatever avenue you need to go, you need to go that avenue. You know what I mean? That's writing a chat. That's going do this, do that. Whatever you got to do, you do it. I'm I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? I'm okay with you having some set hours. So now we can we can do things around those hours. Yeah, and it's right? yeah, and I don't think people just do these things and come up. Sometimes they do, but from based off my experience, what I've seen, people don't come up with these memos unless they feel a need. Like like yo. These people not getting the PT they supposed to get. They supposed to be fit. And then another part of this got to do with the person's values too, right? So as a leader, he might value physical fitness and physical readiness. It's a lot of leaders who don't. You know, we talk about it a lot on the pod. So you're like, all right, that's what we're going to yeah. do. Since everybody always finding a reason. And I'm just giving an example. This might not be from him. Since everybody always yeah. finding a reason to get out of PT, this is what I'm going to do. You can't do nothing before nine except PT. And if you do do something before nine, then this is the protocol. And it's going to be hard. You know, uh, the yeah. whole is going to be hard thing. I I, I, I don't necessarily 100% agree with it, but it's like you catching, you're going to catch some of those people that was just trying to get out of PT. Yeah. You know how that shit I is, agree. bro. You get, you get like yeah. a designated time for PT and then like a bunch of khaki like, yo, I can't, I got a meeting, I got to do this, I got to do this. And I'm talking about us, y'all, for a second. Um, yeah. It's, it's good intentions, right? You get the, the junior sellers go, you might go the first week and get some khaki. Then like, as that shit goes on, you start to see khaki dropping off, bro. Like, everything Quit. is more important than that. 
you know? And so then you pull back and then next thing you know, the program kind of did. We didn't, you know, we didn't gradually just yeah. did it the program. Um, so now it's another way that people could look at the article as far as this, uh, this uh, leader just restricting his people from going to, um, to get things done that they need to get done because he wanted them to go work out. That's it's a way people can look at it like that. I just didn't read it like that. I read it the other way. Whereas he's trying to find some space for people to actually get PT because it don't seem like it's it's happening successfully. Yeah. That's how I that's how I saw the article. Yeah. Now I see, yeah, I see it like that now too. I see it, I see exactly like that, man. Um yeah, I think it's a, I think it could be a good thing, man. I think and it he's just pretty much telling you, hey, if you ain't if you if you can plan it. Plan it around this. Yeah. You know what I mean? You plan it around PT. That's yeah. that's all I that's all I get out of them. Yeah. Out of it when I read it. It's another one of those headlines though. Cavalry soldiers at Fort Carson can't see doctors in the early morning under new rules. Mm-hmm. That headline that headline make you go crazy, man. But then when you actually yep. read the article, it reads a little different. You know, and y'all let y'all let us know. Um you know, and the first thing, of course, he put in there was mental health. And uh, like and the, the person who wrote it to his formation, effectively banning soldiers from seeking mental health care, dental and legal. Like that's the first thing he threw because that's a hot button topic. Like you throw mental health care out there, you're going to grab the people. And I'm glad they came back at Fort Carson. Like, nah, bro, that's not what we said. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not how we doing it. Boom, boom, boom. Or, or he might have changed it. Who knows? But I don't. I if if a leader in this, if a lieutenant colonel in this day, like a commander of anything in this day and age, is like telling restricting time to go to mental health, they got problems. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you better get fired. Dude. Yeah, you got hey, problems. You about to get bro. fired. Like like yeah. yeah, you 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 close to done. Now speaking of yeah. um leaders and, and having problems. We, uh, our last episode, right? We talked about the commander of uh, Fibron Five being, uh, you know, relieved of his duties. And like in the comment, we read a lot of comments coming from people saying, "Oh yeah, he probably wasn't a part of Biden's woke mob. He probably didn't fall into what they want him to fall into." All right, right. And that's what that was. Remember, we said they remember that name, and we said they was making assumptions. Yeah. So that was y'all assumptions. So let's read what really happened, y'all. You know what I'm saying? And let's see if it lines up with your assumptions. <laughs> he was fired after a Thanksgiving Eve DUI hit and run, guys. You know what I'm saying? So that ain't really in line with him, you know, not being a part of Biden's woke mob. You know what I mean? So they lost confidence in his ability to perform his duties. But yeah, he has a DU, it's a DUI, man. His removal came a week after yeah. he was arrested in Coronado on felony charges of hit and run and driving under the influence of alcohol causing bodily injury. You know what I mean? So that's that's what yeah. happened to the guy. It wasn't the woke mob uh, Biden thing that uh, that y'all thought it was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and he should have been fired. Yeah, that's you what know I mean. Yeah, <laughs> he should have been fired. Um, how can you sit out there and lead and stand in front of people when you got a hit and run DUI? It'd be hard for you. It'd be hard for sailors to look you at and say, "Oh, yeah, we're gonna go run through this brick wall for you." You know, yeah. so yeah, and I, I don't say it lightly because I know this guy's probably got kids and family and got all this stuff. Yeah, but he probably should be forced retired too, man. I, I, I'm just being real, be honest with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, <laughs> because I, I feel like as a leader, man, like your leader uh, being a leader at that position is tough, right? It's already tough, and and 
and people know things, especially when you be up there. They already know. So when you go to, because I know what's going to happen. You'll get fired and you'll go to the surface Pacific something and you'll sit at behind a desk for a little while. Then you'll probably get back in the fight, right? But when you get back in the fight, people know. Mm-hmm. People know what's going on. They know you <laughs> know everything, right? So just something to think about, you know? Yeah. 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 He, he, yeah. Like everything you said, and he he had a storied career. He been he been to a few places. He did some good stuff. Um, I think yeah. Afghanistan. He he did some stuff, you know. But yeah, it's time to go, man. It's time to go. Yeah, man. You know it. You knew it when you when you you know when you yeah. was drunk driving and you hit the person. You knew, <laughs> you knew what was up, man. That's why you try to collide and slide, man. That's why you yeah, try man. To try, to flee. Flee. <laughs> try to flee. Try to flee the scene. Flee the scene, you know what man. Mean? You you was at large for a couple for a couple. <laughs> Bro, you was at large, man. You know, um, oh, and, and it's unfortunate. You know what I mean? But you know what that means. He knows what that means, Damon. Like, you know, yeah. it's time to go, man. You know, there's a journey where you've been looking for a sign, man. I was looking for something to tell me it was time to go ahead and get out. <laughs> that was it. That's your sign, man. You know, and prayers, prayers on the well being of the person that was the innocent person that was hit by this drunk driver. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, prayers on the well-being of that person, man. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. it's time to go. You can't lead in that regard. Um, military.com, again, I'm, I'm, I guess I got to sign up. It's free, and then I'm going to get emails for the rest of my life. But um, this is a, another article, um, which has kind of cut off now because I guess I had it open too long. But it says a second Fort, Fort Jackson drill sergeant found dead on base this month. So for the second time in less than two weeks, a drill sergeant at Fort Jackson, South Carolina, has been found dead. Staff Sergeant Zachary Melton, rest in peace, 30 years old, a drill sergeant with 1st Battalion, 34th Infantry Regime, um, was found Saturday in his vehicle on an installation after he didn't report to work. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, The grim news follows the discovery of the body of 34-year-old Staff Sergeant Allen Bertram, a drill sergeant with 2nd Battalion, 13th Infantry Regime, who was also found dead on base December 8th. A cause of death has not been released by the Army for either fatality. So just um, rest well to, you know, uh, both soldiers and who knows, um, who knows why, man. Just two drill sergeants found dead on base in two-week period. Yeah, man. Condoses to the families, man. But I do know something that's interesting that I've seen in the article, man, that um, for drill sergeants, right? And it's from straight from the article. Um, they work schedule 6.4 four days out of the week, man. Damn. They working. Yeah. 15 hours a day, right? Then they did a survey on it, like 19% of them, uh, I don't, they said a number of, 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 uh, drill sergeants they did this survey on. 19% depressed, 27% is moderate to severe insomnia, 35% have, um, alcohol issues. Yeah. The second thing you said was insomnia, right? right? Like insomnia? That's what you said, right? Like yeah, they can't yeah. sleep? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can't sleep. Yeah. Um, but when you look at 6.4 days, man, come on. That's a little much, man. That's right, bro. <laughs> I mean, you you working all the time now. With that being said, That's I know camp. drill sergeant is probably on the high end of your career. And you probably, you know, you make it through those two years of doing it. You're probably, your career is probably going up. But 
at the same time, man, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's a lot, man. Um, that's so rough, bro. We need to talk to think the, about. We need to talk to our RDC. Like, we need to talk to some RDC. And I know yeah. a few. And I know somebody knows somebody that told me, but we need an RDC on here, man. We really need to talk about that. That's Monday through Sunday, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's an early morning. That's a late evening. Um, yeah. And, and we know you guys, we know like from an RDC standpoint that they don't push like, like for three years straight. We know that, but still that time period that you pushing, man, that's a lot, man. Yeah. So we'll love to have an RDC on, 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 on the pod to talk about that, man. And we are talking about drill sergeants here. This article is talking about a drill sergeant, but yeah, RDCs, man, you guys, you know, and now it's what? 10 weeks now, 11 weeks, whatever it is, they add them two weeks to it. So whatever the length of time is now, yeah. you know, it's a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, I love to talk to a drill sergeant as well, man. I would love to talk yeah. to a drill sergeant as well. Somebody, you know, you know, somebody that got those long weeks like that, that's working like that, man, it's crazy. But two bodies found dead, two, two bodies in eight days, um, two people found dead in eight days. It's just crazy, bro. Um, yeah, Tish wanted to talk about Jonathan Majors, y'all, um, and not much. She just wanted to talk about him running, uh, but, but um, <laughs> it was a video. <laughs> it was a compilation of her running through the streets, man. Uh, but I'll let Tish talk through that though when she come back. I don't really too much want to talk about that, but yeah, uh, he was running, man. He was running. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it. He was Jonathan running. Majors no ran, man. He ran. <laughs> um, my book of the week. It's called Talk Like Ted by Carmine Gallo. Um, and it's a book about TED Talks. And it's a book about how to speak, um, different um, suggestions on um, how to lead people through talking and different things, that different maneuvers that they do in TED Talk. The quick thing I'll say about it, because I ain't going to stay in it too long. I got my baby to get back to. But the quick thing I'll say about it is this. Um, one of the things I'm going to take from it, Damon, is that they said that most successful speeches are done in 18 minutes, right? So 18-minute speech for TED Talk, right? 18 minutes is a, a tip they gave. Three points is a tip they gave. Tell stories is a tip they gave. Um, and if you do use training aids like charts and spreadsheets and stuff like that, don't put too much information on those things, right? But they mm -hmm. said tell stories. And it, and it made me start listening to different TED Talks and every TED Talk I listen to now, I see the formula. So I see the formula in the TED Talk. So it definitely helps um, and make, make me a better speaker. I'm looking forward to that like retirement speech or something I do at somebody something um, where I can yeah. kind of practice some of those things I learned. What's the name of this one that. again? It's called Talk Like TED. Talk Like TED. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely, I, I recommend it for anybody in the leadership position because it, it it is about TED Talks and it's about speaking in that context, but it's also about just leading people through you, like through your words. And for yeah. me right now, and that's the way, that's my weapon of choice for leadership is my words. Yeah. You know, Most I was definitely. talking to my division about that uh, one day, like it's my words. Um, shout out to my division too, man. Y'all been, they've been going kind of crazy, man. I can't wait to get back, man. They've been going kind of crazy. <laughs> you got to get back. Got to go regulate, man. Oh, like man. like, 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 like the holidays back, and did y'all foul. I put that on the bottom of the episode for a reason, man. Y'all been, been wilding over there, man. We going to get yeah, back. Man. We going to fix that right up. 
You gonna fix that right up, y'all. Y'all be that yeah. crazy, man. Hey, oh, before man. we get out of here, man, I wanna wanna say real quick, man. Like I I said a lot of shit about uh, you know no shave chips, man. But I got one, man. So hopefully you guys see a little salsa. You know oh, you what I mean? You see it coming in, right yeah. Yeah. I got but, a um, too. Yeah, I know you. Yeah, your shit is gonna be all of your damn <laughs> eyebrows and shit, bro. <laughs> hey, um, another thing, man. Hey, hey, holidays, man. Have fun. Be safe out there. Have fun. Be safe. Um, can't wait to get started next year. I don't know. We, I think we next year, right? We just kicking uh-huh. back up, but it's our last episode of the other other year. Hey, man, we might we might do an episode for the first of the year, bro. Yeah, man. we might we might have to do a year in extravaganza, bro. I don't know. It sounds like you don't want to do it, man. But we no, bro. You know, just let me know, bro. I'm always ready, man. Yeah, we, you know what I'm saying? I think it's a good idea to bring the New Year's in. Let us know, yeah. guys. You guys want an episode? Let us know, man. If bring we, the if year we, in, right, bro. If we do it, it's gonna be just like this one. Like it's gonna be on New Year, bro. It's gonna be a, a, a New Year's episode, bro. Eve. No, it'll be on New Year's. Well, we might put it out on New Year's Eve, but it's going to be, uh, it would be New Year's Day if we did. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, I, it, it was something I wanted to say at the end of this episode that I said on like one of my birth, birthday posts, but I, I can't find it, man. Uh, you know, it, damn, I can't find it. It, it. it has something to do with like love to people, uh, like something, like be the cheerleader for the people you love and like I forgot but just hey love y'all man Merry Christmas because today is Christmas and if you listen to us today we definitely love you yep Merry Christmas peoples I'll let your boy Mississippi stand up Mm -hmm.